This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO rocks. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts. Fire up the ignition and drop the hammer. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. WFO, how's everybody doing out there? We are back, back from Gainesville, back from the most well-attended Gator Nationals in history. That's right, I'm putting it out there. I'm making a big statement. Prove me wrong. I think it's impossible to prove me wrong since they don't announce, announce numbers and blah, 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 et cetera, and so on. It's very anecdotal. It's an anecdotal deal. A lot of discussion today on the socials about the race. Brian Lone's doing a great job of posting pictures, aerial photographs. Richard Shute posted aerial photographs. A lot of people posted aerial photographs. It was the most I've ever seen in person. And I think I'm a good person to ask, right? Because I've been there every year since 1980. Certainly, there wasn't more people in 1980, and there wasn't in 1990, and there wasn't in 2000, because the facility has grown. So we're gonna, we'll get into that. It was a great race, whatever. Right? See, like that right there. It's a perfect example of catering to the noners, the negatives, the people out there who are like the social media is loaded with people posting to disprove the idiots. And really we should just be saying, Hey, what a great race it was. And so that's the new tact I will take. Like what a great race it was and forget the idiots, forget the people who are going to fight. And you just read the comment section. Brett Kepner has got a nice thread up there. Brett Kepner's thread. And there's people like, well, you know, the sportsman racers, like there's always going to be something. There's always going to be something. And that's why it's really sad. It's really sad because those people are just like detracting from themselves because people are like, you learn one time, like, oh, don't talk to that guy. Don't post anything. Don't bother. And that's really where I'm at. Don't bother. Do my own thing. And that's why we have ignition. Generally positive information most of the time. Hopefully you guys are doing great out there. New listeners, please subscribe. Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud. Wherever you get your podcasts, we would love for you to listen to the show on a regular basis. Audio only. Many people listening to the audio only. The video stuff, whether it be on the YouTube or the Facebook or the Twitter or wherever you get your YouTube stuff, video stuff. That's great. But the show is an audio show. It's really supposed to be an audio show. That's how I have positioned it. But if we can get a lot of people through the video, that's good, too. So I am fresh back. Sue Morris is going to join us. I see the Patreons are signing on. I've invited Sue to be the co-host. The Giovanni in Miami, I don't know where he is. I think uh, baseball is a thing. Like, he was going to tell me, like, hey, I got baseball. But he never never uh, responded. So I don't know. This baseball is taking Giovanni, like, his whole being, which I think is very important, honestly. I remember how involved my dad was with my baseball stuff. And uh, the kid is definitely more talented than I was. He's got a rocket of an arm. Good things could be down the uh, the line. So we'll see. Maybe Giovanni will join us later on just in time for sports collision. But we are going to talk some Gator Nationals. 
I will give some NASCAR results, although I admittedly have seen zero. Zero. You guys hear that? When I mute the microphone and I choke and I almost pass out. I have a nice button here that I can press and I mute. And then I, you know, like I kick you the button. But I have a sneaking suspicion that some of that gets through. It's just so loud. It's so grotesque. So here's the deal. It has been a whirlwind, a whirlwind pyramid. Going back to the World Series of Pro Mod, coming in, knocking out a show, heading to Gainesville on Tuesday. I felt like we had a really good show from the track. I felt like the show from the track was really good, like exciting. And you had Caps on there, and you had Justin Ashley on there, and you had Paul Lee on there, and you had Ida Zetterstrom on there. And then we, that was Wednesday, and then we jetted off to Bernie's Speed Shop, and I did my best to post social media from there. The Bernie's deal was outrageous. Nobody expected that. I know Josh Hart was pushing it, and I know WFO was pushing it. Like, I felt like we were pushing it really hard. In fact, now that I think about it, I'm going to take a lot of the credit. That's it. WFO, we did it again. A great success. The event that we pushed for about four weeks turned out to be one of the historic greats. That was amazing. First of all, I got to see Bernie's and the cars are amazing and the place is amazing. But the most amazing part is the culture, all the employees, all the people there. They were great. They love Josh. They love their boss. I hear, you know, he does challenges like who can do 50 pushups and that person gets a bonus, like really great stuff. And then Thursday, the Don Garlitz International Drag Racing Hall of Fame induction ceremony. We pushed it out. Hopefully you were able to find it on Competition Plus or Flow Sports. And witness what I thought was excellence. The way that thing all turned out. I don't know that it could have been better. Like a speech or two could have been slightly shorter, but. You know, that's judging something against perfection. And I can tell you the people that were there to hear the speeches that could have been a little shorter. They loved them. So it all depends. Thursday at the track, great day over there, had an NHRA press conference. Then we got into the meat of it on Friday. Friday, huge crowd, great crowd. It was the biggest Friday crowd ever. Yeah, I think it might have been. Certainly could have been. I don't have the data, but arguably the biggest Friday crowd in the history of the Gator Nationals. Saturday, sold out. And I'm saying that was the biggest Saturday crowd in the history of the Gator Nationals. And you got to just prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. You go, what do you got? How can you prove it wrong? I will be interested to see that. Really, I don't care, guys. It's not that big deal. Splitting hairs just for fun. And then Sunday, not quite as big as Saturday, but still very, very big. A giant crowd on Saturday. Massive. Not everybody was sitting in their seats the whole time. They were walking around doing the stuff. It was on Fox Broadcast Network. We got most everything in. We did have a little glitch, power failure. Something happened that knocked out the power to the entire TV compound. Cost us about 15 minutes. That was unfortunate, but whatever. Matt Hagen wins funny car back to back. Takes the win over a resurgent J.R. Todd. J.R. Todd storming to the final round. Looked really good in testing. I think I called that on Wednesday. Like, ooh, J.R. Todd going down the racetrack. 90, 88, like going down the track. And sure enough, 
goes to the final. Pro Stock, Weird Day, Elite Motorsports, Nightmare. Until Troy Coughlin wins. And that's what happens when you show up with eight cars. Your odds of winning are pretty good. I think, uh, I believe it's 50-50, right? If you got eight cars, like how do we do that? That's pretty cool. So all of that. I see Sue Morris down there. I see Giovanni in Miami down there. I see Bobby Graham down there. Now that I've got everybody interested and hooked in on the show, right? Like talking in the beginning, making sure everybody gets interested in what we're going to talk about, a little NASCAR, a little Formula One, a little, but mostly drag racing because we're fresh back from the Gator Nationals. But I do want to talk about the folks at Foggett. If you are a racer and you are listening to this, you need to get some Foggett. Todd Barton is the Division Two rep. You can go get, get in on it and you're participating in the contingency program at the divisional level. Get you some Foggett. But if you're a firearm specialist, if you are interested in firearms, if you're a machinist, this is something that you can have around. It protects the inside of a high-performance racing engine, but really it's got many uses. It's one of those things that's got many uses. When I used to talk about top coat, I never thought I would use it on my shoes, except that's where I use it. When I want to clean off some shoes real quick, I'm going to the top coat. Yeah, that's for your car. Yeah, but man, it works so good on this. Same is true for Foggett. Go to the website, check out more. Total Seal Piston Rings, Hartford and the team, I think they had a really great event. They lost second round by 4th Thou to Dallas Glenn, who had the best car, but they covered a lot of ground in a short amount of time, having not tested in the winter break. We'll be doing a show live from Total Seal in a couple of weeks when we're out there in Arizona, but it's all an exercise to learn more about Ring Seal. And hopefully some of the WFO audience was in the crowd at the Trackside Tech Talks. Massive. The biggest Trackside Tech Talks we've had, which makes sense. Friday was packed. Saturday was a little less packed because I think a lot of people were stuck in the traffic, as was I. There's not supposed to be traffic getting into the track at 7.20 a.m. Sorry. I know you got to leave early. But 7.20 a.m. on a Saturday morning? There, you're backed up 30 minutes. What's that all about? I have my theories. Totalseal.com. Give them a call for all you racers out there, engine builders out there. Just make Total Seal your one stop shop. FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters. We really did a great job for FTI with their Pro Mod Showdown. That was kind of a cool program. Gave away $7,500. Super excited. I didn't get to get over to the land and see FTI, but I will. But it just. You see all the decals on the pro mod cars. What was interesting is learning about a lot of the go fast cars. Cause there's like dot 90 cars and there's bracket cars, the bracket cars. You want to be consistent. The dot 90 cars. You want to be consistent. The go fast stuff. Maybe you don't want your opponents knowing what you're using. Cause when you're going fast then they just get what you got and now they're going fast. Oh, yeah, this guy and that guy and this guy, they use our stuff. But they just don't say it and they don't talk about it because they don't want anybody knowing. FTIPerformance.com. I thought it was very, very cool. Phillips Connect. Smart trailer technology. Stay connected, of course, for people in the trucking industry. And I've been talking to a lot of folks out there. If you are in the trucking industry, transportation industry, and you want to get connected and go through me, Joe at WFORadio.com. And let's do it. But really, Justin Ashley, eh, not a great event. Ran Mike Salinas twice and got beat twice. Called out Mike Salinas. Mike Salinas beat him in the 
call out, which Josh Hart ended up winning. And Mike Salinas goes on to win the event. Scrappers racing. Wow. But just nationally, we haven't heard the last of them. They will go out there and get the job done. Just this was not their best event. But that's the thing about when you're using Phillips Connect, you always win. Bernie Speed Shop. This was just amazing. American Classic Horsepower. I will be loading up my social media with photographs. But if you, they got a paint and body shop. They got a chassis shop. They do everything. They do everything. This thing is on a giant spread. It's not one building. It's a giant, like it's a country. And they do all kinds of stuff there. Like I want to work hard and get some extra money so that I can bring something to Josh for him to do. And that's hopefully how everybody should be like aspiring to have Bernie's build something for you. So if that's you, go to Bernie's.com and check them out. Definitely check out their social media. Samtech.edu. Great stuff. The School of Automotive Machinists and Technology. Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School. I was hanging out with Frank. Frank brought up Cody Crone. Cody Crone came and hung in the tower for a little bit. And someone I know is going through the super gas course tomorrow. I'm not going to say who or when, but the super gas course going to be going on Tuesday and Wednesday. And well, part of the WFO fam is going through there. And then Marvin Rodak. Rodak's Coffee and Grills.com hot sauces and spice rubs. He's got something interesting going on. I'm going to let, we'll, we'll let Marvin talk about it. We'll let him make that big announcement here on the show. 817-924-6821. But if you haven't loaded up with coffee, if you haven't tried the coffee, try the coffee. Try the hot sauce. Try the spice rub. All right. Those are my sponsors, guys. And to the guy who says that we're too corporate nowadays, like, that's how I live, man. That's how I live. Otherwise, I can't eat. Like, when I go to the grocery store, like I just did, like, what would I pay with? If I don't have sponsors, like, what would I pay with? I would give them goodwill. Like, here is a compliment. May I trade this for a pork chop? They probably won't go for it, as nice as the compliment is. Speaking of compliments, Sue Morris, everybody. Sue Morris. What's up, Sue? WFO, what's happening? I can't believe the weekend we had at the Gators. Amazing. And they say it was, you know, it's dead. Nobody's coming out to the races. Oh my Nobody goodness. goes to drag races anymore. It's over. Packed okay, so, Oh, it was incredible. It was incredible. And this is, okay, so first of all, I said at the beginning, I don't think you were signed on. We, as in me, but you may all join me, have to stop acknowledging the existence of those people. Like roll, they deserve <laughs> the eye roll emoji and that's it. Like you guys are morons, really. Like, really, they deserve a little, like Dave was telling me the other day, like, he knows I've got some uh, harshness hidden deep down inside me that I just re work real hard to not allow to come out. And he's right. Oh, I do. But they really deserve a little harshness. But what's the point of yelling at somebody for being a, a this race was huge. Yes, there will be a race somewhere during the season. That's not quite as huge. But for the Gator Nationals, this was mega madness. And we all had fun. And if they don't want to have fun and they want to complain about something, that's their business. That's their business. It was over the moon, Joe. It was over the moon. I mean, I, I, I caught in and I didn't catch that beginning part. But when I came in and, and you said, you know, qualifying and everything was over the top. It was fantastic. But race day was you, you could not be disappointed outside of maybe your person didn't win. Um, I mean, the competition was great. Um, you know, Erica car couldn't start. That was disappointing, but you know, no hanging heads going right back out there, but elite came home with the, with the Wally in the end. 
And, you know, I mean, it was just a, it was awesome. It was great. And it was great to see that place. I will tell you, Gainesville never disappoints. The fans in Florida are just, I mean, they come in from all over. But then again, we were bumping into people that came in from not just Florida is what I will tell you. They were, they were from all over. Germany. Uh, and it was quite. Absolutely. There were people from all over the world there. And we're in a new universe now with the Gator Nationals as the first race of the year. And I'm comparing it to the Daytona 500, which is also in Florida, a big race, maybe the biggest race as the first race. Like the U.S. Nationals is always going to be the biggest race in terms of space and cars um, and probably attendance because of the days. But this thing was massive and it was massive because of uh, we got Giovanni on there. Welcome, Giovanni. And Dragster Jeff is on the screen. And we got Bobby Graham on the screen as well. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show. Hopefully, you guys are all doing well. Gio, you're muted. But I haven't said anything. But you were still muted. Uh, I can see I can see why people would uh, would wonder. You can spend a whole month in Florida promoting the event. Bubba the Love Sponge was there. Tony Stewart went to the Bubba the Love Sponge show. Uh, they were on Lebitard. They were everywhere. They just focused on Florida. They hit all the markets. We had all these events. The World Series of ProMod, in my opinion, was, was helpful. It was another reason for people to say, I'm going to Florida. I'm going to spend 10 days in Florida. I think a lot of people actually did that. Spent 10 days in Florida. Went to the World Series of ProMod. Went to Bernie's Speed Shop. Some of them went to Garlitz and the rest went to the Gator Nationals. It was insane. They were still there at Garlitz today, which I have tremendous stories, by the way, that I would love to share at some point. But just insanity. Great stuff. Now, Sue, unfortunately, you did not win the race. That's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I did win. not. I did not. I did not. But did you but win the you race? No. Tron, no. John Taylor won the race. Your great buddy. John Taylor won the race, and how about that? He has the right trailers on the door. He goes out there for the semis, has the buy run, and throws a 990 with a zero. Boom! Talk about a statement. And then wow. goes out there and wins the final. Um, that, was, that was just an awesome, awesome, awesome race. So happy for John, Julie, and the family. I mean, it was, it was phenomenal, but... Uh, and John just got the truck back, just got it painted, looks fantastic. Beautiful. Um, after after a little bit top last year. And um yeah, it was it was incredible. It was incredible. And and I will say in Super Street, my goodness, the competition was off the chart. Colby Fuller who won, he beat Dan Fletcher. Yes, the Dan Fletcher. He beat him. And uh, you know, and and it was so fun hearing him tell the story on, you know, uh, he goes out there, malfunction with the shifter, and what's he end up having to do? The car just launches, and, and next thing you know, it's still going up, 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 because it didn't shift, and he slaps it into, into high, gets down there, and just plays the game with Fletcher and beats him. <laughs> do thou, oh my goodness. Amazing. Amazing. It was off the chart, off the chart, fantastic. Yeah, so, great, great stuff. People are in the chat. The chat's alive. Megan says the show from the track was A++. Derek says he can hear me when I mute the microphone, but barely. I figured. So, you know, like when I'm like, uh, you can still hear me, but it's okay. 
Bobby says he can't hear, right? That That's fine. Um, we don't care if Derek cares or not. That's exactly. <laughs> Looked like a fantastic turnout. Excellent. Great job. Joe says, Strikes your Jeff was on. Pickle Rick says, I brought someone to the track that hasn't been in 30 years. He wants to go top eliminator now. WFO. Pickle Rick says, Capco, Coletta, ABB, Force, All Strong. Uh, Derek Solones uh, said he took that picture. Sky view of the track. Does he have a helicopter? Uh, I guarantee he took the picture of a television screen which was connected to a camera that was on a helicopter or a plane. You know what I mean? Like, which is my, I took a beautiful picture of a morning sunrise. Do you think I went out and stood on the track and took a picture of the sunrise? No, somebody has a TV camera. will put it on a screen that I was standing in front of. And I took a picture of the screen and zoomed in and no one could tell. And I posted it and I took credit because I did take the picture, you know, that's not, listen, always consider the possibility of reality. And then uh, Derek, I'm thinking he took a picture of the monitor. That is exactly right. If only grocery shopping worked that way. Talking about this, uh, Megan, if people want to miss out, that's their problem. Exactly. Uh, I think the season start of the Gator uh, should start with the Gators. Absolutely. Um, it, I, I have no doubt it will stay this way. This was too successful. If they were to say, eh, let's start in Kansas. It's not going to be the same. First of all, you can only start in Gainesville. Uh, weather-wise, right now they're getting flooding and snow in California and also Arizona, Florida. We were lucky to not get any rain. That could have happened, but everywhere else is dealing with snow and ice. FS2 is currently reshowing all the qualifying in the race itself, and HRA is the programming until 2 in the morning right now on FS2. Oh, I can't wait to go check that out. Troy in Oregon, who's down there, says the real winning driver, uh, what is it? The real winningest driver at the Strip in Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and uh, the Gators were awesome, says Ford. What's up, Ford? Giovanni Miami, what's up, buddy? How are you? How was the base of ball? All is well, man, you know, getting going there. Uh, not so successful in the wins department over the last over the weekend but um uh, they did uh you know play some more and practice some more and here we are good speaking of dan fletcher the winningest driver at the strip at las vegas motor speedway i get it troy thank you very much um excellent speaking of ja dragster jeff what's up dragster Dra jeff how did the uh how did the uh bakersfield go for you guys well you can tell by the hair on my chin that i didn't win the race <clears throat> ah i went out in round four in both classes that i entered Deliberately. I was three thou under the index, lost to a guy who was dead five in a dragster, and uh, uh, lost an 11 thou double breakout in the hot rod. So oh. I was pretty hard on myself when I ran out of talent. Um, my wife and kids were giving me crap about it. But uh, when's, when's a win? I went, I went to the pay window in both classes. So uh, I'll take it. And the guts were still in both of them when I put them on the trailer. There you go. That is, well, considering my current situation, that is always a win. That is a victory. Yes. That's a victory. What's up, Bobby Graham? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. You were unable to watch the race because you did not have internet access, I hear. No, I was actually busy. Uh, I had a busy weekend. I was working. Okay. And as far as the, I, I couldn't get in. I kept, caught a few highlights, but what I could catch audio, but YouTube won't. Will not play audio only. So, ah, makes makes sure makes sense makes sense. And Troy in Oregon, what's up, Troy? Hey, WFO. How we doing? I'm great. I'm great. What's your status? Good. You good? Uh, just hanging. Yeah, um, trying to get the car started up this week. Uh, keep having 
life get in the way of shop time. Uh, but get there soon and have tests in tune here in about a week. So just trying to get ready. Hopefully you got a can of fog it and you fog it down every once in a while. Don't let it just sit. Well, you know, I haven't bought a can of fog it yet. That's because I have some other brand that I already had and I'm waiting for that bottle to run out. But my okay. next bottle will be fog it. That's great. That's great. Okay. <laughs> You're allowed to stay. You're allowed to stay. I will not name the other brand. Don't name the other brand. Well, is there really a not like, you know, there's who knows what you got, but anyway. There totally is, but Foggett is far superior, I'm sure. Yes, exactly. So, Sue, do you want to reveal like your race before we move forward and talk a little NASCAR and hopefully Gio saw the race and he can guide us through it. I saw zero. Gio saw zero. Sue saw zero. It's busy. Yeah, unfortunately. Anybody no, watch the NASCAR race? Oh my gosh, that's that's not good, man. Wow. I was involved in baseball I, activities all day Sunday, and then uh, went to a college baseball game right afterwards. Oh man! All right. Yeah. I watched some of it. Uh, Sue. No, I was I was going to say I you know I didn't really catch any of it, um, but the one thing that I did think was impressive is Josh Berry finishing tenth. Right. Uh, for Chase. I mean, that's impressive. Junior's been saying he deserves a ride, and uh, his showing showing this past weekend and yesterday was pretty impressive, I will Agreed. say. Agreed. All right. William Byron wins the race. Ryan Blaney second. Tyler Reddick third. Kyle Larson fourth. Kevin Harvick fifth. Christopher Bell sixth. Chase Briscoe, Kyle Busch, Alex Bowman, Josh Berry rounding out the top 10. You can go look at the results uh, anywhere you want. I, you know, we'll play. Do you have to not send the cut? I did not play the cut. I did send the cut. But I'm not going to play it because I got to download it. And then I gotta oh, all right. Yeah, that's I got to do all this stuff. People can listen on our feed, man. Why am I, you know, it's probably a bad thing for me to disincentivize people to go listen to the press conference. If they want to hear the cut. Go listen to the press conference. <laughs> go listen to the press conference, people. William Byron, Phoenix winner up there, 312. You can listen to the whole thing. You got uh, Rudy uh, Fugel. You've got Vice Chairman Jeff Gordon. You've got race winner Lord Byron, all in there on the WFO feed. Which that always gets a lot of listens, by the way. I don't know if you check that out, but people go and they listen and they like it. I don't know how many other NASCAR places can, uh, you know, obviously NASCAR radio is playing that stuff. But where else? Miss Laura and I listened on the way home from LA this morning. I That's had to go great. Have a, yeah, it was great. Good That's show. Great. Thank you. Thank you. I did not listen. I was in uh, phone conferences on the way home, and I've got an amazing story, like a kind of story. But, uh, I, you know, I had to go by Big Daddy Don Garlitz, Sue, to get our, to get our glasses. Oh, oh you yeah. got our glasses. I got our glasses, our that. scotch glasses. The one with nice. John Forrest's name on it, the super collectible of the ages, which I'm holding up to the camera, folks. You can probably tell by the tone of my voice. But one of the, the collectible <laughs> that you get with the ticket to go to the International Drag Racing Hall of Fame, Roy Hills Drag Racing School sponsors it. And it's a cool logo glass with all the names. And so I have them all, but they lost our tickets. They didn't lose our tickets. They just didn't bring the envelope with our tickets, which actually worked out great because I could just tell my people to say WFO at the door. So was there eight? Was there 12? Was there 17? Like, who knows how many people said WFO at the door, right? You guys were there, the whole deal. But I did stop by the museum and get 10 glasses for. So, Mark, if you're out there, you're going to get a glass. Everybody's going to get their glasses. You earned them. And, uh, you know, will I give Corey and my friend Jason and Rick their glasses or will I just, you know, hoard them for it's, myself? 
it depends. You got to hold it over the head, Joe. That you know, right. there, there's there's things happening, and you call a payment. <laughs> I'm gonna want I'm gonna want you to give a we Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'm gonna want you to give the Hall of Fame report, Sue. But um, when I went by the the to get the glasses, Garlitz was there, and so I got to go in and have this hour and ten minute hangout session with Garlitz and. Bruce Larson and uh, our great friend Keith Howard, who is a Patreon, is probably going to jump on here at some point. And, I hope you uh, get it on tape. No, no <gasps> tape. Just guys talking. Uh, voice record on your phone. Nobody uh, has to know. Uh, yeah. Love to have been a fly on the wall. Yes. Yes. And Derek, yes. That's the, that was the topic. Okay. It was, and I don't want to betray any trusts or anything like that, or, you know, go out of the deal and be like, oh my gosh, but it was a life. Uh, it was an amazing life experience. It was tremendous. One of the best things that's ever happened. Uh, I think, but um, let me give the fantasy results. And then Sue, you're going to give the report on the international drag racing hall of fame. And you're going to give your take. Like, what did you think? Hopefully some people got to see it. It was on competition plus, uh, but you were there like, you know, the watching on a screen is one thing. How did it go? But look at this guy, Bobby's Bug Barn. Turn left wins the week, 357. But Bobby, you were second, 343. Way to go. Olsen's Trailblazers. I'm sure he's going to be on there, like looking at us right at the 342, third place. Way to go. Team 12, 341. Bad Brad, 339. Southern Racer X, Dave, tied with Stubo. Everybody, you guys were all tied for uh, fifth, sixth, and seventh, something like that. Dirt 99, 336. Mr. Fantasy NASCAR, 335 with Royal Flush Racing and Sacramento Racing Fan. 333 for Barbecue Bob, Dirty Hippies, 324. San Antonio Mike, 323. Top Fuel Champ, 323. Turn left was the biggest gainer and the most points. Texas Bugnut, the biggest loser, down 25. The overall leader, Hebrews 12-1 Racing. Followed by Race Day San Antonio Mike, Zamboni John, Bad Brad, Lake Oconee Scott, rounding out the top five. Derail, that's Derek. Way to go, Derek. Sixth. Tied with you for one. Only 37 points out of the lead. Still very tight. Aviator Racing. Miss Laura. Eighth. Hockey Kid. Ninth. Sacramento Racing Fan. Ten. Dirt 99-11. Geo in Miami. Down five to 12th. Falling out of the top 10, Geo. But you're only 75 out of the lead. That's no big deal. Three weeks oh. in. Bulls Wool. <laughs> Fleet Tree. Turn left. Top Field Champ 1214. Patrick the Webmaster. Dirty Hippies. Beer Reader Racing. Lowe's Team Cones. El Jefe, Mr. Fantasy NASCAR, Royal Flush Racing, Bug Barn, up 13, way to go. Dragster Jeff, down 16, not so great. Come on, Jeff. Barbecue Bob, Team 12. Nitro Fanatics, 25th. Olsen's Trailblazers, 26th. Miller Man, Driving Hard, Elephant Racers. Busher, I nearly killed her. Down 11, 29th. Stubo, up 12 to 30th. JJ Husker fan, easy 009, Highline Real Fine, Willie B Racing, going in circles, Hillbilly Racing, Race Day San Antonio, Dixie being destroyed by Mike. Oh, Dixie, you're being hammered by Mike. Mike is just obliterating San Antonio Dixie. <laughs> Fantasy Clueless, Jambalaya J, Pickle Rick, 39th Pickle Rick, down 11. Rusty Racing, down 17. Texas Bugnut, Southern Racer X, 42nd up 6th. Garrett Senkow, Corpse Grinder, Intimidator Harley, Gray down 5 to 46. Hockey Dad, Smother and Cover, Rich and Saugus down 4 to 49th. Fat Tire 22, Kev Ford, Team English, North Star, Closet Racing, WFO Joe down 5. I didn't think I was ahead of five people. 
How <laughs> <laughs> could I be down five when I wasn't ahead of five? What the heck just happened? And there are your fantasy results. Don't forget to set your teams. We're going to Atlanta this weekend, I believe. And for those that are turn, tuning in for NASCAR commentary, uh, great apologies, but we were all at the Gator Nationals, and I literally just got back. Got back, dropped my stuff, took the rental car to the airport, took a taxi cab home. Nightmare. Taxi experience. Got back here, had to go to the grocery store to buy some sort of something. Went grocery shopping, dropped the bags, did the show. Here we are. Sue Morris, it's time for your Hall of Fame report. Go. <laughs> fast okay. moving show, man. This is a fast moving show. I know. Click, the click, sports click. It's all everything's fast moving. Here we go. Here we go. Well, first off, um, you know, going to the to the to the banquet, um, walking around was just a it was just you were being surrounded by legends everywhere you turned around um you just saw another legend that was in front of you i mean bruce larson being there um john force of course we knew he was being honored but you were just looking around daryl Brin was there larry dixon was there and and round around you went um i did get to meet keith howard he came and he sat at our table and um it was it was great to actually meet him in person and um, he's definitely full of inside stories, which was a lot of fun. Um, the 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 show kicked off, or the the evening kicked off with uh, leading off the um, auction, um, and it was so much fun to watch uh, because John Force and Bob Tasca were going back and forth on bidding on the toolbox for John that was basically a commemorative for John Force. And it was it was going back and forth, and and the bidding was just going up. A John, John Force one, I'll give it away. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't go back and watch it, but um, but it was so much fun to watch them going back and forth, and uh, but there was so much excitement in the room, and everybody was getting into it. Um, you know, you you almost like sat back and just were in awe over it. Um, you know, the the presentations. Bob Fry, of course, was was doing a doing a fantastic job. Um, Shelly Anderson getting getting recognized was was great. Her family was there, just hearing the history and and her sharing the moment of saying when you know Big Daddy called her, she got this phone call and it came up as this unknown number, and she went ahead and answered it surprisingly, and here it was Big Daddy, and she looked at him. She goes, "I will never ever delete that number that is saved in my phone forever." Um, it was such a special moment. Um, so it, it was it was fantastic. Um, you know, Bunny Burkett got recognized. Um, we didn't unfortunately we had to we had to um, take out a little bit early. We didn't get a chance to see uh, see John Force live do his do his acceptance speech, but uh, we did go back and, and watch it. Um, but you know, because I did have race day the next day, I had to had to be up at up and on the track by eight a.m. Uh, but it was it was such a phenomenal event. Mark and his wife, who were there, that, that was the winners. I mean, they were great people. And Mark had a great story about Bunny Burkett that he was sharing with us, and a special moment that he had seen. And and you know, it was it was just such a fun thing to be part of. What I will say is, if you have the opportunity, and you come back next year, you want to do this. It, it is something that you want to do. 
um, because the moments are just, it's not scripted. And the people there, everybody is, there was just so much excitement and buzz around the room and appreciation for, um, you know, what people have achieved and why they were being recognized. Um, you know, it, it was, it was really, it was an incredible experience is what I will say. And of course we had a great table. Um, and, uh, like I, I mentioned, Mark and his wife who were the winners and Corey and, and Rick and Jason. And, and of course, Joe, you were hanging out with us too. And you had a couple other people that stopped by. Um, and you know, it was just a great event. It was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and definitely, if you're into history and you appreciate anything with the drag racing, um, with people in drag racing and, and their, uh, and commemorating what they've done from a lifetime of experience, it's definitely something that you want to do. Um, you definitely have to put it on your list. Excellent. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you guys had fun. It was crazy and chaotic for me. Uh, the thing that stresses me out the most for the year, really and we got it in and it was good and everybody loved it and it was went off pretty much without a hitch so good deal glad you enjoyed it good stuff yeah good. But, very appreciative joe very appreciative well of, of actually being able to be part of it you're very oh, uh, you're very welcome you're very welcome and mark our cost contest winner we got that one in we got the contest winner in there and he like loved it he was uh he had a good time like that that was the point like why am i the only one who gets to see this stuff right like let's get some wfo people in there we had a table and people were loud and were fun and you know grubnik was there robert height was there like every all the force people were there um but also and this is something that i think is a great story and i mentioned it on monday motivation i believe while i was driving monday motivation happened while i was driving today how did i do that amazing uh the bunny burkett bunnies boys guys gary pritchett and the cave brothers uh, were battling each other in the final round of top fuel on the weekend that their mentor went into the hall of fame i felt like that was appropriate so it was good stuff good stuff uh let's hear from giovanni in miami with his sports collision well all right Woo! look at this man this show is moving and grooving Sports Collision, what's going on in the world? Well, it's March, and March Madness was uh, Selection Sunday was yesterday, and so the NCAA tournament is now, uh, the brackets have been formed, and so you could uh, print yourself a bracket, and this Thursday and Friday will be the first round, and, uh, you know, get yourself in an office pool and see if you could pick a winner there. So March Madness has begun as the conference tournaments were uh, all over, were played over the you know the course of the thursday friday saturday and uh most of them finalized saturday and sunday and uh like i said selection sunday was yesterday so march madness is on tap the only time of the year that everybody really pays attention to college basketball or anyone actually pays attention to college basketball anymore and uh other news today uh nfl free agent frenzy started uh the tampering period uh, started over the weekend and uh right away today lots of action your miami dolphins were very, very busy in free agency and over the weekend. Uh, they picked up the fifth-year option on Tua. Now that he's a jujitsu expert and uh, knows how to fall, he's not going to get any more concussions. Right. And so right. everything's going to be great. And Tua's back. He's your quarterback. And uh, fifth-year option picked up. And uh, I think that was the right thing to do either way. Because if he plays well and performs, then the $20 million fifth-year salary is going to be uh, cheap. 
And if he doesn't and he comes back and he can't play well, then, you know, it was it was worth the risk. It's a risk you have to take uh, right there. And if not, you let him walk afterwards. But uh, two is the guy. And then your Dolphins picked up Jalen Ramsey, a big trash-talking cornerback who uh, has been one of the best man-on-man uh, -man cover corners in the league uh, over the last few years, except last year he was, uh, you know, great at times and uh, got burned a lot at times too. But uh, in what is uh, now the Rams are purging salaries after the winning the Super Bowl just two seasons ago. And now they suck, so they're getting rid of a uh, high-priced talent. And the Dolphins have picked up Jalen Ramsey. And uh, it really only cost him a third-round pick. But, uh, you know, it was really, like I said, it was a salary dump by the Rams. And uh, I'm not, your Dolphins did something else today, and I can't remember now exactly what it was. There was another signing. Maybe not as big as the Ramsey signing, but uh, the Dolphins are active. Uh, a lot of teams active. Uh, Jimmy G signs a three-year deal going to the Raiders. I would say the Las Vegas football Raiders. They find their quarterback for the next few seasons as long as Jimmy can play. Jimmy, well, as long as Jimmy doesn't get hurt. We all know Jimmy can play. The only problem with Jimmy is that he's become one of those guys where uh, most important ability in all of sports is availability. He has not had uh, much availability. But when he's there, he plays well. His team wins, and he goes to championship games and Super Bowls. So, uh. We'll see what's going on there with the Raiders. But like I said, all kinds of uh, free agent frenzy. The big talk this week is what will Aaron Rodgers do? I'm going to break the news right here and let you know that there is absolutely zero chance that he's going to retire and leave $60 million on the table. <laughs> so he's either going back to Green Bay or he's going to play for the Jets because there isn't many options. And I'm... I know that people will have you believe that retirement is one of his options. And while they, in theory, that could be an option, there's no way he's not going to come back and play for $60 million. All right. <laughs> no matter how much money you got, $60 million for one season, you'll find a way to tough it out and get over there and, and, and play. So, you, you know, make no mistake when news comes out of on Aaron Rodgers, either later tonight or tomorrow or Wednesday, the news will not be that Aaron Rodgers is retiring and leaving 60 large on the table. You could be sure about that. Where's he going to go and though? Other, that's an easy, just so you know, like that's an easy, uh, that's an easy pick. Like, I think he should go to New York. I think he should, he should go to the jets. Well, that seems to be the, the only team that is really probably interested. They have a lot of, they have the crap room. Uh, they have young talent and a good defense that they feel that they're just a quarterback. Oh, wait, I know who it was. There you go. The Jets. Ha! Look at that segue. Micah White. The Dolphins signed Mike White to be the backup to Tua. They got a two-year deal there. And, uh, you know, if the jujitsu thing doesn't work out, then Mike White might see a lot of action next year. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, yes, that's the other guy the Dolphins picked up was a backup quarterback, Mike White. So they picked up the option in Tua. They picked up a backup quarterback. And they brought in Jalen Ramsey, cornerback extraordinaire. So uh, I, there's the dude. The Dolphins are the talk of the town again. Go Fins. Sports radio was going crazy this morning over over Jalen Ramsey. It's yeah, all it doesn't do make it. It's all up to Tua, man. It's all up to Tua. That's it. That's it, huh? It doesn't yeah. matter what they do on the defense. If Tua, if Tua didn't learn how to fall in jujitsu, the Dolphins are screwed. Well, no, you you mentioned Mike White. No, you're you're right. He was getting some love. Mike White, like, can we win the Super Bowl Dude, with Mike White? For like four weeks, Mike right before White the playoffs. That's the question. Well, we'll see. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. But an uh, upgrade yeah, on Teddy Bridgewater, like that's an upgrade. Couple of quick upgrades right there. Definitely, and Skyler Thompson no longer. Yeah, he's he's an upgrade over Thompson too. Yes, he is. Good deal. So there, your team is spending money, making moves. You know, winning the off season like always. Go Fins. And that has been a uh, you know some other free agent action if uh, going on. You know. No giant names, but uh, you know, defensive tackles going from here to there. Uh, the Eagles lost one. He went to San Francisco. I'm sure Sue is uh, devastated about that. But uh, you know, that's that's the way the NFL is, man. No team stays together 100 year after year. Hey, Kelsey resigned. He Kelsey decided did. He did back. not retire. He I came would, back. Nope. He's going to come back. So that's going to solidify your offensive line for another season. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so NFL free agent frenzy is going on. Uh, World Baseball Classic is going on here. They're playing some games uh, right here in our own backyard. The U.S. will play Canada tonight at 10 p.m. That's on FS1. And that is going on literally right down the street from here, not too far away. I'd really? So we can go to a baseball game tonight at 1030? If, you so, if we so desired, yeah. Wow. That's pretty neat. Yeah, right there at the, at the Marlene Park. The Marlins. Right. Actually, I think it's called Lone Depot Park. You know, let's let's give uh, Lone Depot Lone their Depot proper, Park. Yeah, their proper uh, due for sponsoring the team. And uh, that's it. Other than that, NBA season winding down. Every team's got about uh, 10 to uh, 12 to 14 games left, uh, you know, setting up for playoff runs. And uh, that's 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 it. What's going on in the sports collision world? Excellent. Troy, what do you got? Yeah, Troy, what do you, you got? got? Any uh, WNBA updates or yet? I know the season hasn't started yet, but are you looking forward to to the season coming up? I got my eyes peeled on the waiver wire, buddy. I don't, I know there's going to be big moves happening. You know, I know Candace Parker moved teams, and you know she's she's. She I, I like her on that Tuesday night show on TNT. No, Candace is good. Um, yeah, just patiently waiting for tip off. You know, I hear you, man. Can't wait. Tigs, tigs. <laughs> Why is everybody laughing? Like, what's going on? Well, I know I couldn't. I, it was something else off camera, I guess. Oh, okay. Not certainly not laughing at. Yeah. The WNBA. Even Sue's laughing. I don't. I don't get you guys. You no, know. I mean, come on, dozens, dozens, and dozens of fans show up to every one of those games. That's right. It's still That's in its right. infancy. It's still in its infancy. Young yeah, fans, they grow no, up. Man, look, I'm, look, 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 let's be real, all right? Women, y'all are not helping yourselves out, all right? You, we whine and complain about equity, and you want to get paid the same as men. If you want women play, basketball players to not have to go to foreign countries to play in the offseason, you know what you need to do? Pack the damn stadiums and all those WNBA games. Watch them on TV so that the ratings go up. If all women supported the women's sports as much as men support the men's sports, the women would be getting equal pay. Their ratings would be through the roof. Broadcasters would be lining up to pay fees for them, and they would all be getting much higher salaries. It's a, To me, it's, it's a simple math game. So bring in more revenue. Bring in more fans, and you get paid more. And all of these leagues, the salaries are determined through some sort of equation between revenue coming in and revenue going out. So, women, help your friends. Help yourselves out. You want these ladies to get paid more? Go watch their damn games. That's it. 
Well, you have to be interested in the damn games first. Come on. Right. Well, so, and there, and there's the rub, right? Like, how many of the, the ladies games have to be interesting? Right. Exactly. Well, look, man. How many of the ladies that you've known and, and in your life have been like super diehard, love to watch sports chicks? Like, I'm not, I've known a lot, but. They'll have a sport that they like or a team sport that they like or something, but to like go and watch women's basketball, like a team that is new and created, that's all women. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, it, it's so relatively new, man. This is a league that's what, 10 years old? How long is the WNBA? There's no legacy. There's no nothing like older than that. You're up. I, I think it's like 20 years old. I think they're doing pretty good for what it is. Well, some 26, oh, 26 years it's been around. 26, um, a quarter century? 26. Oh, really? gosh. Well, founded wow. in 1996. League play started in 1997. Um, I, you know, I, I've heard this a lot, and, it, you know, a lot of people have brought this up. It's, it's just the excitement factor, right? And, and, a lot of people have suggested over time they should have put the hoops at like nine feet. Right. So they can dunk. So they can dunk. The right. If if the if the ladies were out there doing 360 windmills, people would go watch that. Um it's it would just be a better product. Uh we, boy, we're in such dangerous waters right now. You might not even be able to put this on the podcast. You're signing off. <laughs> Why? Because of its uh, geo is sexist or because it's boring. <laughs> Well, maybe a little bit of both. Boredom. They're like, these guys are talking WNBA. It's like, I got to go. You know, no, or is it just them? Go, go like, to the women's soccer games, whatever Giovanni sport it is. In you Miami. Like. Is There's, is all There's all now kinds you're of stuff. Spinning. You're spinning. You're spinning. <laughs> you are spinning. No, you but I, I'm serious. How do you hate women? I, I, I do don't want to love women. Very much. Comment on when I turned on the. Uh, I'm, I'm shifting gears here. I'm shifting gears. Yeah, feel yeah. free to bring up drag racing or the great success yep. that was the gear <laughs> <and athletes laughs> or any of that. You know, <laughs> who led us down this road? By the way, I was watching uh, when I tuned in to the Hall of Fame speech. It was right as John Force took the stage, and I'd been thinking, I'm like, oh man, he's got all this time. He's going to have one polished up, and and then of course he just did his John Force thing. And it was all over the place, and and part of me was like kind of bummed, but then another part of me was like, he he was on brand, you know, and it was um, so it was good. But part of me was, man, I sure wished he, and maybe he did right. And then once he got up there, it all just went out the window. Um, That's you know, my whatever, whatever That's he my thought guess. about. Well, but. so I talked to him a couple of times during the evening, and. My opinion is that, like, oh, here's what I I thought. I was sitting down there on the on in front of the stage, and he's up there, and he's going through his deal, and I'm nervous for him, and I'm nervous because I talked to him a couple of times through throughout the day and leading up to it, and I'm just like, man, just speak from your heart. He's like, oh, it's gonna be short, and I was like, I don't think people want short, John. Everybody came here to this. I don't think people want short. Uh, I think people want John Force, but. You know, so one, don't mention last year. Two, speak from the heart and uh, and just do your thing. And so he did his thing, but he's getting through it. And I'm like, mention coil, mention coil. You got to mention coil. 
If you mention, if you don't mention coil, then it's like a big thing. It's a big, oh, John Forrest didn't mention Boston coil, Bernie Federally. And time is going and it's getting like, oh my gosh. And, and he, and then he, he got it in there and he mentioned it. Austin coil, Bernie Federally, without those guys, I'm nothing. And I thought there it is success. He mentioned everybody that really like has to get called out and people loved it. And he left his sunglasses up on the podium and I was able to put on the John Four sunglasses for a minute, a little style and profiling in the actual <laughs> 1970s pair of John Force's sunglasses, which was super cool. And, uh, and then we got off the stage and we got the heck out of there, man. And it was good. I hope it turned out good on TV. I can't wait to the CBS show, which uh, they cut me out of there for that. It's, it's, you know, they cut the host out. They cut you out. Yeah, they cut what me the out. Heck? It's only 30 minutes. They make it, they make it, uh, you know, all of the uh, inductees. Okay. They don't have any time. They made for it a 30 minute show. Yeah. Right. How is that possible? Except they do a 30 minute show. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yepers. What huh. about the Gator Nationals? Sue, you never told us about your race. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess yeah. that's what, there's probably a reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know, I, I was, I was going out there. I was, I was up on the tree. I did crush it. I, I was, I was 14. Um, Sue is a killer on the tree guys. Like Sue I, is I deadly on the tree. I, I could have been a little bit tighter, but yeah, I was 14 on the tree. Uh, he was 64. I'm going down there and I'm looking and I'm looking and I get through the first cone. He's not there. Well, the lights kind of tell you he's kind of back. And uh, I get to the second cone. And unfortunately, I have last week's race in my head where I just made the move and Tony Jones got ahead of me. So I'm like, I'm not going to move. You know, I'm going to make it just at the end. And I, and I go to womp and I, I, I womp, but I, I needed to womp at the second cone probably four times because I broke out. Um, and uh, so I was, I was 87 and uh, yeah. So, and he was 94 cause he was, Oh, just, you know, you're not going to get there. Don't get there is pretty right. sure what he did. So when you crossed the yeah. stripe, you just planted it and went 94, you were 88, right? 88. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah. So, you know, Hey, I'm, I, again, I'm a rookie. I'm a rookie. I know I'm an old rookie, but I'm a rookie. So we're, we're learning, we're learning. And yeah, uh, I, I just gotta, you know, I, 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 I needed to be a little more aggressive on uh whomping after the second cone. And, uh, but Hey, but we're not hanging our heads. It, it's, uh, I was in the race. You shouldn't. So. And, well, so listen, like that's something that I'm, and first of all, Dave, everybody knows Dave's an ace. He's really good. This guy's won national events. He knows uh, the whole deal. And so he's training you up. It's not like Sue has been driving race cars since she was 15 years old. Like, uh, you know, even me, you know, like going down the track since I was 15 years old and they've done a different bunch of stuff like that experience of getting rid of some is, is new, but something to practice, right? Like even on a time run, like to go down there and, and, and practice like, looking over practice wrapping the throttle a couple of times well bomb, bomb. like what, what's she doing down there well practicing that experience and um i think yep. you did yeah. i think you did great learning how well, to kill three you. well thank you yeah and megan's like yeah but and sue raced at the gators like so cool exactly so i think you did a great <laughs> job very cool but troy says he's got a beef let's hear this what's the beef and now it's time for the what's your beef segment this week, it's Troy. Troy, what's your beef? 
the views the views expressed by Troy and Oregon do not represent the views of Joe Costello or WFO Radio. True. <laughs> um, it, it's always been this way a little bit, but for some reason, um, watching the Gators, it's gotten. It seems like it's gotten worse to me in the sense that when they're doing pro stock and bike, because it's not live, the way they call the races on the TV broadcast, it really makes it you know that it's not live and they're just kind of summarizing they play the run in the background, but it's like, it's just not the way they call the other races like so-and-so stages up and the right lanes in and here they go. It's, it's just so much more of a summary. And it's like, it's it felt kind of like an afterthought just in that they just ran them through and they showed round one and then they showed round two. And it just, um, I didn't like it, man. There was no like, for those classes, there was no excitement. There was no, like, the edge that gets created when they're doing the live call, when you're, like, waiting for them to go, and then they're off, and then it doesn't happen. And it just seemed worse than ever. Um, and I know there's constraints, and it's hard to do live, and there's delay, and you got to – you know, I get it. Like, you're talking about the Fox show, though, right? Like yeah, the NHRA yeah, on it, Fox. Not yeah, uh, just, NHRA TV, Alan had – Alan had Terry Vance up there with him when they were running pro stock bike and it was awesome. And it's why I've started to prefer dot TV over the Fox broadcast. Um, because it's just such a, it's kind of a rerun of these classes when they do it. It just, it's just not as exciting unless you're watching funny car, top fuel, all the rest of it's just kind of until the finals. It's just like, Oh, and they ran and here's what happened. And, and Brian's so good. And Tony's pretty good, but next to Brian, Tony's Tony got to go, man. Tony got to go. Wow! Like, see, I got to watch it. Okay, so I, I'm I'm now to the point where I'm defending Tony Pedragon because I feel like he, you know, there's there's strengths and weaknesses, and his strength is Brian is the strength, and Tony is the weakness. That's horrible. He, uh, <laughs> Pickle Rick oh, says that Loans addresses this in the Racing Writers podcast with Kelly Crandall. So I, I'll have to go check it out. I don't know Me too. about it. Uh, and I haven't seen and I haven't seen it. But, uh, you know, I like Tony and Tony and I, Tony and I are friendly. And I like, you know, he is willing to, uh, you know, to like say what he really thinks and, you know, like put it out there like it or not he 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 takes the role of saying the difficult thing as he sees it now i might not always agree with him but at the same time there's more to it right like maybe there should be another person in there to address different things uh who knows but i get your opinion i understand he, he reminds me of like john madden like in it and I think I'm more disappointed in that. Like, I know Tony knows so much, right? He's been there. He's won championships. Right. But sometimes his commentary reminds me of John Madden. Like, well, well, if the team gets the ball in the end zone, then that's going to be a touchdown. You know? And it's like, oh, come on, man. You got to, like, bring. And I know he's got it in him, right? I know he's smart enough. Sometimes I, I don't know. And maybe that's just the characters they play because it's loans and him and. Now, yeah, this is interesting. Know. Like this is interesting market research, and you know, no opinions are wrong. Like the ones that you know, attack him personally are terrible, but you can like and dislike the people that you want to like. I uh, I like NHRA TV. I like that product. I'm part of that product, but uh, 
you know, occasionally I do the Fox. Well, the NHRA TV product is live. And it's It's eight hours long and you can like, it's the, it's the actual race. Whereas the TV product is three hours of the race cut out into a show. And so it's, it's different, Uh, but I am going to go watch and check and see. Um, They could still do the live call of the, like, you know, they could call the pro stock and pro bike live. Pickle Rick has put the podcast feed from the racing writers podcast into the chat section. So I will check that out at some point as well. Um, Interesting. Monica says, I forgot who it was, but Joe was announcing during that. I don't know. Pro mod. The burnout. Did I miss? I don't know. Derek says, what? The burn down, the three minute burn down with Bujinga and, and, uh, are you yeah. saying that that was not didn't didn't make uh okay so there was some sort of a problem with my microphone like cut out and people started texting me but it was only after it was over and I, like a good portion of my announcing didn't get on the air and I just want all of you to know that was the greatest announcing I've ever done. <laughs> I can assure you that, that <laughs> it was the greatest. Like you should have seen the crowd out there. They all stood up and at once they began to genuflect to the announcing. It was amazing. <laughs> Are you telling oh, like me that the, the show burn- that never made the air, man? Are you telling right. me that the burn down didn't make the air? Pickle Rick? It was, I think it was a snippet. It was very short because we did we did catch that part. Okay, it was very they, short. They, they do the same thing with ProMod that they do with the other ones. Even though they're on the big show now, they just kind of zip through them real quick and like, oh, here's what happened. And they didn't show no three minute burn down. Okay, so what I'm what I'm picking up basically on the chat is that somewhere on the Fox show they played a clip of the burndown is what I'm getting from the chat section. But see, here's the thing is which makes me feel a lot better. Somewhere during ProMod at some point, my microphone stopped working. Like someone flipped a switch that directs it to NHRA TV and it went away. Now it was still going to the house. The house heard it. The whole pro mod, but not NHRA TV. And so NHRA TV just heard like silence, you know, cars going in the background. And what I'm trying to figure out is, was that the burn down that didn't make it? Because I think that burn down turned out pretty great. I haven't gone back and watched like I never do. Right. Like I always do never uh, to go back and find stuff on NHRA TV. That's really the job of the listeners to clip good things and send them to me and, and like that, I would love for that to be happening on a regular basis, but that burn down, how long was that? Like, I felt like it was three minutes. Did anybody put a stopwatch on it? We were there for a long time. That was one of the highlights of the event that was kind of lost. And I forgot about it until right now. Like you guys like, Oh yeah, that happened. I was talking to Garland's about aliens earlier today, man. I've moved on, but that was <laughs> a big moment. That burned down. So someone clip it and send it, please. Both drivers are good on the tree. Somebody tell me when the burn down was. I want to go find it. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you when that burn down was. Was that first round? Was it second round? I don't even know. That's how my uh that's how I handle races. Like it's just in the moment, at the moment, and when the moment is gone, I'm on to the next moment. So Thorne was really good considering. Yeah, I don't know. You guys will figure it out. Someone I think fun. it was first round, and I, I think Manny was like 43, and I think Thorne was like 12 or something. Like 11, 19, 11. Yeah, no, he, he, was 11. he smoked yeah. it still, even after all that. He smoked it real good. Yeah, that was that was awesome. And so we're I'm having a conversation, and you know, we're talking, and it's like, 
oh, this is happening. And then we just went all in on it. Like I went all in on the burn down. Hopefully it turned out good because I was, you know, I believe that burn downs are supposed to be exciting and you're supposed to go berserk. Like, you know, you burn down. For Manny, that guy, if he keeps doing pro mod, he has been the man at every other racing he's done. If he keeps coming back to NHRA, he's going to be the man there too. Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, he's got Antron Brown uh, in on the deal, and there's a bunch of people in on the deal. I, I think he's so. a bad dude. I met him for the first time out at the World Series of Pro Mod. He was very nice to me. Uh, we had a good time. We hung out, and and um, and then he gets into a big burn down or, you know, staging duel, but really both. Joe, do you have any? Your first NHRA Pro Mod and you burn down the champ? Like, that's that takes some cajones, right? <laughs> yes. It really does, and it's worth it's worth talking about at length. Absolutely, yeah. No, good stuff. And Promod was on the TV show, which I haven't seen, but I hear is you know a big deal. It's going to be up to ten minutes on each show, and good for Promod. Great, great Promod race. Very, very uh, interesting. Justin, why Bob. no Stevie? Why no Stevie and and no Lyle? I mean, I kind of know Lyle, but why no Stevie? Lyle, Lyle, you know the Lyle deal with the car, but the Stevie thing yeah. is because he's recovering from his uh, back slash neck injury. Oh, he's still. he's hoping he's hoping to come back later this year, but he needs He'll hurt. he needs hurt. yeah he needs to heal up. So yeah. well, one of those things about like oh it'll go away. Hey, tough macho guys out there, you know, like go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Ah, the pain, you know, it'll it'll go away. No, it won't. Okay. It's something bad. Go to the doctor. Like I, we all need to stop with that. Like, oh, forget it. Just ignore it. It'll go away. Because it's never gonna go away. It's something bad. Nope. I was I, I had a procedure done in my neck today. I got a shot in the neck at Marina Del Rey this morning. Laura and I left the house at 4 30 to drive to Los Angeles to get a procedure done on my neck because it hurts all the time. <laughs> Right. So hopefully it'll go away. Hopefully it'll go away. Right. Or you just, you know, you eat uh, ibuprofen like, uh, you know, the candy. Don't do that. That's not right. good for you. Don't, but, uh, don't do yeah, That's not good for you. And that's really bad side effects. Just right. right. Race guitar is out there. What's up, race guitar? He says, Jim Henson, it's just a cold. Right. It's, you know, like <laughs> go to the doctor. It, how how do you feel about narrowly missing out on the uh, the winter view that we've all been waiting for? In Which funny one was that? Oh, I'm okay with it. I mean, not narrowly missing out, but I, I we're good. We're good. There's been a conversation has had. And oh, hooray! Yeah, I was rooting for him. I was rooting for him. I like. You wanted to I'm see kind of a, JR on WFO, right? Yeah, you wanted to see I, what that was going to be like. Well, yeah, I'm kind of a Hagen fan now. Uh, but but when I saw that go down, I was like, oh, I got to see this. And I got to see if we're going to – how how this is going to go. So I was pulling for him. It's going to go good. I think it's going to go good. I don't know. Man. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know. But my opinion based on the way things have gone so far is that it's going to go – He go looked good. good this weekend. I mean, it was – what a turnaround. That was – through testing we were at the track on wednesday and i was just casually watching and um you know we had a conversation at the track too and so i think everything is squashed personally and which that's a term for everything is good 
That's called moving on. Let's be clear on that. We're squashing it, right? Like, what's that? What does that mean, Joe? That means everything is cool now. We're good. We're leaving last year and last year. At least that's the goal. And I think it's going to happen. Steel Um, cage death match. No, man. I like the new wheel. Like, I want to see the new wheel. And I, I spent a little time over there. But in the test, like, I saw them run, I think, three times. And I wasn't even there that long. And they went down every time and they went down well. And that's, and then I talked to Wilkerson and Wilkerson was like, oh, the track, I can't deal with it. And these guys going down the track, 88, 90, like going down the racetrack well. And they continue that in the race day. They got a lot of new parts. I had a a great conversation with Chad, Doug Coletta, track record ET, career best ET. Um, Get ready for Coletta Motorsports. They have done a lot. It took them a little longer than they wanted on sort you know, sorting out all these various things and be ready for a Coletta Motorsports uh, year with some wins. And that means JR is going to get some wins too. And I, you know, I referenced yeah. that new steering wheel he's using and it's going to happen. So he looked good. And, and uh, man, those, that John force crew looked like it was their first race they ever went to. Not, like not, the best. not well, not the best. And elite motorsports too. Erica's car had yeah. a good start. She didn't get to go. Poor girl didn't get to go to the starting line after all of that. Doesn't get to go to the starting line. They felt bad, but Troy saved the day, but they felt bad about that force. I don't know if you could see me on TV, but I had one of my best moments as a uh, self-awareness as I dove out of the way of a cloud of nitro that came right at me when Austin's car broke that rod and shut off. <laughs> a splash of pure nitro. Like I sensed it was happening. I dove out of the way and nitro went flying through the air and it kind of, you know, spattered all over. So it, it broke. Cause on the, on the Fox broadcast, they, they kind of said that a crew person forgot to put the throttle stop on the stub. I was told that the stop broke. Cause that's broke. why it went. Bah! It like it, it, it snapped way up. And when it went sky high because it snapped, it hurt something in the number one cylinder. This was according to Chris Cunningham with zero, like they didn't hadn't taken it apart yet. This was in the moment, his quick assessment. He thinks it broke a rod in the number one cylinder, which I believe was confirmed later that day. And, uh, and that caused the problem. So they, you know, when it shut off, nitro came flying out of the pipe and right at me but I escaped. But yeah, bad day. Six blower belts. Nickel Rick posted, uh, they, they broke six blower belts. Tough race, tough deal, man. First race of the year. First race. People, but it was like the best first race we've ever had. Hopefully everybody understands that. Normally the Winter Nationals, we go in there and, you know, nothing works and, and there's no fans and this was incredible. Those pictures from up above, the drone pics and the pictures that loans put out those were insanity insanity i shared it hey race guitars here what's up race guitar well love you how are you can you hear me yeah i can hear you good no, you're not, a, right. you're not in a truck you're a little echoey you know because of the uh because of canada but it's okay everything in canada is a little <laughs> echoey. <laughs> yeah you're no, I'm not in a truck tonight run canceled ah the run was canceled why because of snow yeah. yeah, not not on my end. I could have driven through it, but they were like, "No, no, we can't do it." So, 
Cool. Okay. Well, all right. Spend a night at home. Yeah, yeah. Race guitar is the one that figured out that you could set the teams in advance. Good that job, I, Race. That's, that's that I uh, broke the news to everyone last week. I hope you are taking advantage of that. I will be setting every team. Monica says, time for physics with HJ. Have a great uh, week, everyone, etc." cetera. Dragster Bye, Jeff Monica. says, Salinas. See you, Monica. Kick the bell. Take care, Monica. Yeah, loud pop in the burnout. Lots of 360, says Pickle Rick. Uh, Troy says, MTV celebrity death match. No death match. What's that? <laughs> you don't remember the claymation? You don't, the... Yeah, you don't remember that? No, I remember the celebrity death match. I'm saying, what's that to what race guitar is holding up? It's like oh. a circle in a circle. Circle mm -hmm. takes us where? Oh, is that that's what you're doing? He's doing look, he's doing uh oh I get it. I think you had tic tac toe, right? All right, so you want to talk? Let's talk. How great is it that Tony Stewart hasn't won a national event yet? There we go. Nice one, Gio. There it is. You guys go the X. I don't think it's great, but it's it's like right. He just needs to stay away from people under 23 years old. Every race that Tony Stewart doesn't win is a vindication as to how difficult drag racing is. Yes. If he had come in and won yeah. Vegas, how how that would have looked terrible for us. It would have. It would have just been a matter of, of uh, oh, look, throw money at it, come in, drive straight, you win. But every race that he does in shows, it's not that easy. It's I had a conversation with Tony. In okay, the but circle. if he had one also, I mean, this guy wins in everything, man. To be oh, fair, right? Now, I'm not saying that you know that it would make it seem like oh, drag racing is easy. I think it would also be a testament of the guy's freaking talent, man. Well, he'll win, that's for sure. That's not a question. The car is so important, and so I talked to Tony about it, and he says the car. He was his his analysis of the race was fantastic. Right, the car is finally starting to do what we're telling it to do. Is that's a new car that was getting built, and then they they made it for him. And he's like, and they've been throwing a lot of stuff at it and it hasn't been responding. It's just been kind of doing, going thirties, thirties, thirties. And it finally, like they tried to do something with it and it did it. So it's starting to listen to what they're telling it to do, which was good. And then, you know, like, uh, Julie Natas uncorking that 14 in the final. That was, that was something special. What's this? Dad? Derek says the burn down is at the 1023 mark. The 1023 mark of what? Like 10 minutes and 23 seconds into what? PM, AM, watching it now. Send us the link. Cut it out. Screen capture it, Derek, and send it to me. And we'll put it, post it on your 10 hours and 23 minutes. Yikes. Post it on your social media or put it in the WFO group and we'll share it. That deserves to be out there. Hey, what happened with Tasca's 403? Was it like an iguana or something? Unknown. You saw me tweet that out? Probably shouldn't have done that, but I thought it was cool to see a 403 mile an well, hour. They, they even posted it on, on live timing on NHRA. Uh, you know, I was like running around the house, so I was like keeping track on live timing on my phone, and it, they posted it on there too, 403, and I was like, what? Yeah, it was. that was just a glitch of some sort. Like you said, an iguana ran across the line. I'll cut it when I get off here, says uh, Derek. Good job, Derek. Yeah, man, cut it. Get a nice cut. Put it up there on the web, the burn down, the three minutes. And get a cut. Here's what else you should do, Derek, is you should superimpose a clock up in the upper right-hand corner, like a stopwatch. Like, like yes. time. 
Do you have that capability? Do you have the capabilities of Fox? Megan says that Gianna going to the semis made my weekend. It was John, Gianna Salinas's best weekend on a pro stock motorcycle by light years. She beat Matt Smith in a real race. Like, that's pretty amazing. Who does that? Not very many. Whooped him. But you, yes, whooped him good. Like, we were all like, whoa. Talked to Gianna after it was over. She was super happy, and now they get to take seven weeks off. So, And that boy Gage and Chase, right? Chase. Chase Van Those are some bad boys. Oh, they really are. Uh, Gage, you know, like I said it on the, on the Monday Motivation, oh, man, it's just that it's such a – the Angel situation. Those of us who love Angel, and I, it's like you know, you take it. Oh man, Dragster Jeff, when you do that, we like hear every bit of it. Static, but um, Gage just goes out there and he just wins his first race at Vance and Hines. Like you can't overstate it. Young guy, I have to sing a little bit if you're Angel. Probably you, I, I, like, okay, I'm a jerk for even bringing it up really is the answer, but I can't help, but think about it. It's like, you take this guy out you put this guy in, take this person out, other person in, and the new person just wins in the first race. It's like, oh man, you know, it's tough stuff. But people were saying, and something about an interview with Andrew that was disrespectful to Angel, didn't see it. But I got a lot of comments on the Patreon feed that Andrew said something. I don't know what he said. He's the only one with the new Suzuki bodywork question mark. No, Eddie's got it. Didn't uh what bodywork was um was uh oh who's the guy that's ra that was racing um Matt and Angie's other bike? That had the new bodywork too, right? John Hall? No, Ellis, oh, Chip right. Ellis. Chip Ellis. Did it have the new bodywork? I I thought it did. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I only got to study the body work uh, for a few seconds. It was it's very slick, man. It's very slick. But Cage was good. Like I, you know, that bike was the fastest bike all last year, and it's still the fastest bike. And that's that. Look, Matt in Australia is here, everybody. We got a full house here today. It's Junga Bunga. Junga Bunga's in the house. <laughs> Junga Bunga. That's your cousin that lives down here, not me. You guys have the same name. G'day, guys. <laughs> G'day, Matt. G'day, guys. De Derek says before he leaves to go cut uh, audio for WFO, um, he wants to know what we think of the Chase Elliott situation. What do we think of the Chase Elliott situation, guys? I don't know. I hadn't seen him in the last two races, so I don't have very many thoughts about him, Derek. You mean I guess he's whether, not he, gets a, I think whether or not he gets he a waiver or, or yeah. what? Well, he'll get the, the waiver if he gets he'll a win. I've got the waiver. We know that, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody that is actually hurt or injured or misses a race that just doesn't win a race and says, oh, I'm going to sit home, will get the waiver. Right. But uh, no, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. He probably shouldn't be out snowboarding in the middle of the season. Who knows what's in his contract? He may or may not be getting paid. The contract may be changing. I can tell you <laughs> in other this. sports, uh, you know, that snowboarding would be one of the things that's not allowed to do. A lot so of here, teams have put things like that. You can't play pickup basketball and, uh, you know, anything that could jeopardize you becoming hurt in the offseason or when, you know, for and you can't perform. We just discussed with Jimmy G, so. the most affordability. The, the Formula Oneification of 
NASCAR, this is part of it. Like you are, so I'm just checking it out, right? Uh, Chase's injury. And, and I'll be very honest with you guys. Like this didn't crack my world that Chase got injured other than I heard that he was injured and he broke his leg. But the Geo has now just put some more meat on the bone that it was snowboarding. Right. I didn't, I didn't. It, it was before last week's race. And so, you, you know, we kind of, we, we discussed that he wasn't in the race, but um, <laughs> it's not, I'm no fun. I'm sorry, man. If I'm paying you X amount of money, you need to perform. And if you get injured on your time, then, you know, like, why should I pay you to, to not do your job? If you get injured on my time, well, then, you know, you get paid to sit at home. But if you go out skiing and break your leg and you can't drive my car, well, then why should I pay you? I mean, I know a lot of, you know, that's that's a lot in a lot of the uh, other major sports. When these guys are signing these big contracts, they have a lot of clauses that don't allow them to do anything dangerous. No bicycle, no motorcycle riding and things like that. I think that a double stand, like if if Chase would have posted a picture of him and Jeff Gordon at the lodge and nobody gets hurt, I can see NASCAR like sharing that like. But like no one cares except until he got hurt. Had he not got hurt, no one would be in an uproar about him snowboarding. So it's like. I think you got to go all in or not at all on that stuff. And and I, I just think that it's easy to go after him because he got hurt and no one would have said anything if he hadn't have gotten hurt. I don't think well, uh, there's nothing to say if you don't get hurt, but the fact that you did went out and got hurt and now you can't drive. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it is I, what I it mean, is. Look at, look at, he should be snowboarding. Look at and, Cox. You know, November, Cox December, Cox January. You not drive a drag car. Sue. No, I, I said, look at Fletcher Cox. I mean, he can't go out and, and drive his drive cars while he, well, during the football season. That's part of his contract. He's not allowed to do it. So, I mean, it's not that we're calling Chase out. It's just, hey, I bet you his contract's going to change, you know, on what he needs to think about doing. But you have Kyle Larson and you have others that are driving, you know, late models and and they go in the Chili Bowl and, you know, they, they race other cars where they could get hurt as well. But again, I, I think this is just bringing to light that probably there's going to be a contract change would be my guess. So, I yeah, I mean, that. and again, we're not call, we're not calling them out for doing something wrong. It just, he got hurt. He got hurt. Snowboarding. And he simple. got hurt if in he a way that he's going to be out for like about. eight weeks. Yeah. Absolutely no. Done. Absolutely no injury exception, though. I heard he was looking for that. No way. If he gets hurt yeah. racing, that's one thing. But he's Different. hurt goofing yep. around. No, Agreed. no, you're done for the season. No Kurt, no Kyle Bush championship this year. Oh, really? Y'all are so harsh. It's a little harsh. Is this a well, little harsh? I think he'll probably get the exemption if he wins a race. Uh, you know, I hadn't considered that what you know what Mike just said, you know, that maybe he shouldn't be allowed since it didn't happen in, in a racing kind of event. You know, I think Danny Hamlin busted a knee one year playing pickup basketball. And, you know, he no longer does that. But he, I, I think he didn't miss any races. He raced with the, with the torn up knee, if, if my uh, poor memory suits me correctly. Well, you are 50 now. Yeah, exactly. Which is. It, it, this is entertainment. <laughs> that car's like someone's going to drive the car, right? Someone else going to drive the car. Yes, yeah. the kid. Uh, yeah, the car's who, out there. Josh, Josh Barry. Yeah. Josh Barry's doing TV a great job. Time. All he did a good job. 
None of it matters. It's all. It's still getting TV time. It's still on the track. This is just entertainment. Not that Sorry. big of a deal. Right. Well, I guess I guess we'll 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 see. Like, do they? Uh, right, he could get Wally pipped. Right. What if this Josh Berry goes out there and wins like two in the next three, and then all of a sudden Chase is like, "Whoa, my leg is better." All of a sudden. Wait. Let's change gears. Someone pointed out that you did not do designated pairs. Are you doing designated pairs again or no? We killed it. Good, good. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's not but that was a that wasn't not my favorite segment. You didn't like that segment. Everybody loved it. Why didn't no, you like on. it? Okay, <laughs> I'm bringing it back. For the first first hey, the losers, when you would try to get them at the top end was just horrible. Hey, you just lost the first round at eight o'clock in the morning and you're done. <laughs> How do you feel? I'll walk. That's not what we said. We walk walk through the race. What happened out there? Walk yeah, us through yeah. the race. Cut off. Cut out away all the nonsense. You just lost at eight thirty in the morning on Saturday, and you're done. Hey, for the feel it. Yeah, you shouldn't have lost. Feel? You don't want to get that question. Go win. I'm sad that it's gone. I loved designated. Yeah, I thought it was great. I did too. No participation awards in designated. First of all, wow, you guys want to see the, these guys when they're down. Yeah, you know. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. I said in the morning, go home. I was surprised you didn't get more guys <laughs> drive by you with the middle fingers sticking up. Let them. Let them do it. See what see what uh, happens. The uh, Let's see. Drags, you have stalkers won't come to the lanes unless they make them. Right. That's why you're designated, of course. Yeah. Uh, you have to be there. And you get designated by being the three bottom qualifiers, right? So Which means you're already having problems. So it was a big benefit to get that time, man. It's exposure for you, for your race team, for your personality, even in failure and defeat, to be able to be featured on social media, on NHRA. Oh, my God. Like, that's incredible. People are fighting for it, clearly. They're talking all the time about how those racers don't get enough coverage. And here we come and present them with moments of valuable uh, on-air time for their race and maybe their win, and they don't want it. Uh-uh. That's not it. But here's why we kill. Here's why it's over. It's one of those deals where the juice is not worth the squeeze. It takes a considerable amount of effort to get there, to go to the guys, to find the guys, to interview the guys, to zoom down to the top end, to wait for them, to do the race, do it, then to put it together, then go grab the clip from NHRA TV, overlay the clip if they bother to record it over the top of the deal and post it. And then it only does so-so on social media. It only does so-so. The thing that's really successful is when we just go and do interviews in the lanes. Like here we're in the lanes with super compers. Everybody loves that. They all share it, right? They're all, look, there's Reggie. Oh man, there's this guy. Share it. Vincent O'Beal. Everybody's sharing it. Then the lanes kill. The designated was like, eh. And so based on that and the amount of effort it was to create it, designated is over. Well, for what it's worth, I did hear people saying, hey, where is it? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. As a matter of fact, if you go search through Facebook, I, I tagged you in one of the posts. Okay. Thank you. So, yeah. But yeah, and that's uh, also, also, I think it's, uh, it's us flexing our power, that we have the power to create segments and then kill them. You know what I mean? Like we did something, we tried it, we tried it for a little while. See, to me, I think that segment works better at the semifinals with two 
incredible racers who have battled it out to get to that point. And if we're going to go through all that effort, like let's have it be uh, Brad Plord and uh Colby Fuller, right? Like Super Street. Like let's let the you know, okay guys, and get some real insight into some real stuff. Where the thing about designated that was kind of not cool was that one of the racers is struggling and having a horrible outing. And but but the reason we did it was because they're forced to be where we know they're gonna be. We know they're gonna be first out. All we got to do is stand in a spot and we can get them. Whereas all those other situations, it's kind of hard to catch up with the racers because where I am and where Nikki is and everybody, Derek is out. Thanks, Derek. Appreciate it. Pickle Rick says, do we need a call out? Question mark. What do you no. mean? The call out? Like, no more call out nonsense. You don't like the call out. Oh, I hate all those stupid gimmicks. This is professional drag racing, not a lottery, not a casino game, not a, if you qualify number one, you race number eight. That's all there is to it. Stop this. Please. I want to race Clay Milliken. What is this crap? Well, you race 16. This ain't WWE, no, man. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about one to, if we're doing one to eight. Oh, okay. Well, I'm probably, yeah. no, yeah, look, one would race eight. But why can't they call it out? You know, grudge racing, NPK, man, grudge. We have oh. major sponsorship dollars on the line. What's the downside? You cannot have Britney Spears calling out Clay Milliken and making him look bad on national TV when there's sponsors on the side of the car. You think that makes him look bad? Absolutely. They got airtime. They got airtime when, when Clay come on and made his own tube announcing that he had to pay Britney $1,000. But He was happy about it. it. I like Chris Cars coming on here and stirring the pot. I don't want to see any car. He's got the night off race. from the truck and he's out here. I'm going to stir some pot. I do not want to see any more stupid top fuel Harleys. I do not want to see jet cars. I do not want to see wheel stands. All this nonsense has got to go. Let's get out of here. Look, this is Dude, drag racing. Really There's serious. been jet cars for 40 years. And then Wait, who would I yell fire for? No more fire? Uh-uh. We can't Boy, have that. You say fire! What? What's the point of a jet car? You just saw a pair of top fuel dragsters running 330 plus miles an hour. Yeah. Here's the jet car that's going to make fire and smoke and maybe break 250. What are we talking about here? That's my dad's opinion, by the way. Race guitar, listen, what race guitar is expressing to everybody out there is like extreme purist drag racer right there. Like this is the best it could be, period. We don't need anything else other than these top fuel dragsters and nitro cars. And he's in many ways, he's right. About Ed Jones would like a word with you, sir. Yeah, the outlaw Jones. Ed <laughs> Jones could meet me at my local bracket track on a Saturday night where he belongs. He'll probably Not get you on the back bumper. He <laughs> he goes through the traps at like a buck ten, ten seconds in that bird sitting on the titanium. Throwing jelly bellies out the side window because he can, because he's not moving very <laughs> fast, and it's just a bunch of stupid spark goes. Oh, quit it. It's oh, man. man. Oh. Race guitar, the children. I love it. Love My it. race guitar is all. Oh, man, race guitar. guitar. I'm loving it. <laughs> It's still like hey, one of my favorite cheers, parts of the program. Cheers, it's one of my favorite parts of the program, too, on a Saturday night at my local bracket program, not at a national event. Well, we got it's added value for the fans, man. They, they, the fans love it. They love at the outlaw. They love the Jets. They're casual fans. You guys mistake what the fans like compared to what the fans are told to like. 
Well, they're told, hey, wait, everybody, we have a jet car coming that's going to make fire and smoke and it's going to be magical. So they stay and they watch it. But really, they just saw the best part of the package when the last two top fuelers went down the track. That's true. The last two top fuelers are the kings of the sport. Troy, Troy, I'm pointing at Troy. He can't feel it, but I'm pointing at Troy. Troy made a comment before about the pro stock program. And he's absolutely right. The worst thing that shows up on the screen, on the big screen, is the next round of top fuel at 130. Well, we all hate what that sign tell you? That sign tells you everything else that you're about to see isn't worth your time. Come back at 130. So everyone leaves the stands and there's pro stock running second first round to an empty grandstand. That's uh that has been fought and and litigated many times behind the scenes. I can tell you that the Alan Reinhardt's of the world and the Joe Costellos of the world and the Erica Enders of the world, we don't like it either. But the reason they I would rather be told, hey Sue, I'm pointing at you. I would rather be told Sue's coming up in Super Comp in the next E3, and E3 is going to be after Top Fuel Q2, uh, E2, whatever it is. Tell me that. I'm going to be there for that. Caleb has just jumped on. He says the kids don't care about professionals. They want to show Sue to casual fans. They want to show, and that's part of the show. Pickle Rick says no jets, no wheel stands, race. But why not the call out, though? It, the whole point of the call out is that Clay. What you said is true. Brittany and her team and David Grubnick, Clay's former crew chief, selected Clay for defeat. And they picked him and they did publicly humiliate him in a way. Yes. And that is supposed to not sit well with him. And now there is slight friction because of that. And that and Clay, you know, like now, like we're hoping to get rid of all the hugging. You know, everybody hates all the hugging. And hey, you just beat me and it cost me 50 grand to come here. Now I have to go home. Thank you. Here's a hug uh, to eliminate that. And that's the whole point of the call out is to make someone pick a weak someone and express an opinion about it. That's why they're doing it. So, you know, I get what you're saying, that it is it is slightly humiliating, and I'm agreeing with that. They're doing that for a reason, because for many, many years, the fans of drag racing said they were tired of all that buddy-buddy stuff, where everybody's friends, and they're all hugging each other, and thank you for whooping me. I can't wait to see you next week. Uh, and, and this is definitely, and you know, now that you, you've, you've kind of emphasized it and I'm thinking about it, like, man, they really did like Grubnik, Fran Clay is the weak one. And then they went out there and they beat him. He qualified pretty good though. Like he, they're lucky he didn't come out and put the wood on him. Like he did Justin in Vegas. Well, that would have been the, that would have been the great vindication. And that's why it would have been cool if Clay had been able to go out there and step up and beat her. Then he, what would he have said on the top end? Like, you shouldn't have picked me. And I think that would have been the interesting stuff that people are hoping for. But Caps last week, by the way, on Nitro was very impressive. Good for him. Very impressive. I like the way he said, hey, I had enough of your shit. We won right. the championship. That's all there is to it. You want to whine? Come and take it from me. Yeah, get over it. No, I love that too. That's why we made a clip. I called Steve Brenwald. Let me make a clip of that. Ah, get it up there. I did not put it on TikTok, though, because I didn't want to deal with the Chinese. I have a feeling, by the way, everyone likes Mike. Not in the truck drinking Jack Daniels. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's not in the truck, and he's drinking Jack Daniels, folks. Not in the truck drinking Jack Daniels. There was a comment in there somewhere, just yeah. so you know. 
<laughs> just so you know. Okay, Mike, since you're on fire here, let me ask you about the Too Fast, Too Tasty Challenge, which will well, be happening in Phoenix. Do you hate that also? Yes. Uh, why? Yes. If why? Mission Foods, I'm, I'm more than happy to have Mission Foods involved. I'm more than happy. Put it out there. Put some qualifying money up. Do something. But again, I hate these gimmicks. But what's we a gimmick? It's it's we are racing, a professional motorsport. But it's racing. They're going to race. They're going to race more. Why is Saturday only qualifying? Let's get some racing going on. Let's have some runs that matter. I'll give you credit. I'll give you this. I'm more than happy to wait and see how it works out. Okay. Well, I can tell you we know who's we'll going to race already. We'll wait, we'll wait till Phoenix and then Pomona and see how it progresses. But, Mike, you know, just because they race the Tour de France doesn't mean you can't watch other races. You know? It's the same thing that People shouldn't watch but other stuff France, with the same but thing. But the Tour de France doesn't say, hey, you guys are the top 10. We're going to run an extra 20 kilometers for you. And you're going to get an extra five grand at the end of it. The Tour de France is the Tour de France. They don't have bonus programs. Yeah, I think that's just a bad example. The Tour de France. They're all doped up. Everybody's cheating. It's It's been so... I see yeah, electric motors hitting in like, all this stuff, hubs all this and everything stuff. else. I like <laughs> anything that makes reaction times matter. In qualifying, so Mike Salinas. Uh, just to get back to, to close that point up, Joe. You yeah. yourself brought it up before. The whole points implications are are horrific. It, well, it's significant, it and people horrific. like Reinhardt was talking about it. That the money, the cash, the cash, the cash, the cash is like virtually meaningless compared to those championship points, especially if you end up losing a championship by two of them. That yeah. you lost in this too fast, too tasty. Maybe that's too significant. Is that the point you're making? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Leah Pruitt will face Mike Salinas. Steve Torrance will face Doug Coletta. We know that they are going to race. They just raced. Selena beat Leah and Steve beat Doug. And so they're going to run again on Saturday in Phoenix. Those are the matchups in top fuel. Like, what do you think? Do you think Leah's got what it takes to, to beat Salinas again? They both had 80 reaction times. His was 88. She was 82. He went 372. Rob Flynn, Neil Strasbaugh, the crew chiefs. How do they shape up? How do they match up against each other? We're going to be talking about it for two weeks. We know that matchup. That's never happened in drag racing, that we know the matchup is going to happen. And Torrance, Capco boys, they're back. They went right to the final. They ran real well all day long, going up against Doug Coletta, coming in off his uh, track record, career best. Doug Coletta, is he resurgence? Is it going to be Steve? Is it going to be Doug? Doug was off the starting line first, 58 to a 60, nearly identical. You know, we get to think about that race. Like, Troy, if you had to bet money right now, 100 bucks, Doug Coletta or Steve Torrance, who are you picking? I'm picking Steve-O. Let me ask everybody. Sue, Doug, Doug Coletta versus Steve Torrance, who are you picking? Oh shoot! <laughs> that one, that one's rough. I, 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 damn it! You know, Doug's on a roll, and, and I think Al's bringing that team together. So I, I'm going to go the opposite of Troy. I'm going to go. I'm going Doug. I'm going Doug. Bobby Graham, who's you? Doug Coletta versus Steve Torrance. That's a tough race. Who are you picking? I'm going with Sue. I'm going with Doug. Wow, going with Doug. It's point Jeff. right now. Yeah, Alan Johnson for sure. Everybody's taking Doug over Steve. What a humiliation to the four-time champ. What about you, Matt, in Australia? I'm going to go with my cousin, Troy. So he's taking Torrance. My man. Torrance. And what about you, Race Guitar? Or are you abstaining from the conversation? No, it's got to be Doug. 
Doug, see, like, okay, like, look at what we just did. Geo, do you want in on this? Or do you not care? I'll take Coletta. See, everyone is <laughs> taking Doug. All right. And so now the odds, we've got an odds. We've got a thing, Geo. like plus 150. Like there's a whole gambling nature that we could put in on it. We could place wagers. Like this is great. That's what makes it cool, Race Guitar. That's why I like it. At the, at the top end, it was, it was interesting because Amanda goes, Doug, what was wrong with the car? And he's like, we don't want to say. <laughs> he didn't want to tell her what was wrong. So they were late, right? I, I asked Chad, like, Chad, you know, and he goes, issues. We're having issues. So something was up, you know, issues. Because yeah. um, yeah, we don't we don't really want to say. So. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. Hey, yeah. they don't have to reveal everything. Pickle Rick says, right. Steve. Caleb says, I also think they deserve some kind of bonus for winning actual races. Well, I agree. And, and we're working on that. Uh, great show from home. Chaotic schedule at the track. Uh, let's see if you are consistent enough to make it into the semifinals, you deserve some extra points is my, as a very minimal, like three points. Yeah, no, it is very, but caps won the championship by three points. So funny car, Alexis DeJoria and Matt Hagen, Chad green and J.R. Todd. So Chad green, who is like a new, like he gets to go get a little extra money, man. Chad green is in, in our face a lot. All of a sudden, Daniel Wilkerson gets an opportunity at another, uh, interview on the starting line, my favorite crew chief and his interviews. They're awesome. Like, I don't know, guys, I, I want to see it. I think it's good. And I think if you get your butt kicked, like if Doug loses to Steve again, Oh, for two on the season, like that's the kind of thing that causes anxiety. And we know that anxiety makes for wonderful relationships at the racetrack. Mm -hmm. Let's see what pro stock is. Dallas Glenn and Troy Coughlin. You got a little elite versus EJ, maybe Titan. And you got Greg Anderson versus Mason McGahey. Like, so Mason gets to try to get after Greg again. I can't Come believe I'm on, Dallas. Dallas is like my D6 guy. I'm supposed to ride hard for him. But TJ, man, TJ's going to win the championship this year, y'all. Wow. I asked I called, oh, that's I asked a throwdown. I told you guys that months ago. I said that months ago, but it's. It's happening. It's going to I, happen. I really don't care. All I know is that TJ has inked the deal with White Castle and has told me I can come by and get as many as I want whenever I want. <laughs> so that, that matters to me. All right. Let's let's uh, let's wrap this up. Let's get the uh, Australia report from Matt in Australia. What's going on down there, Matt? You, by now, oh. you have a notebook, man. I know you bring, you're bringing it. Your thoughts on the Gators? Go ahead. Matt in Australia. Well, uh, your report. Matt, I think, I think I said it to you, Joe. Uh, drag racing's dead. After the last few weekends of what's happened down under, what's happened uh, for the World Series of Pro Mod, and then now the Gators, like my God, like all of them were uh, sellout crowds. So that's uh, the first great thing. Um, Troy's favourite MPK. We had that in Sydney this weekend, just gone, and uh, the Aussies got a couple of wins, I will say. Uh, but the biggest thing I think that come out of it was uh, Andy Carter who's now running um, MPK in some form, uh, who's ex-Texas uh, Motorplex. He, uh, he gave our track here in Sydney a big rap um, for how big and beautiful it is. And uh, all the drivers all on their socials uh, were uh, extremely excited about the bathrooms. Oh, really? Why is that? They said, uh, oh, they, uh, they've claimed that they're the best bathrooms in drag racing. <laughs> well, good. That's so, interesting. I know we've always talked about that, Joe, and uh, yes, I thought that was a 
the most important thing at the track are the bathrooms. You have nice bathrooms, then you can bring the wives and the daughters and the and, and you know bring them. They've got some place to go. And if they're gross and disgusting, then you're going to lose, uh, you know, twenty percent of fans. What's the record? Uh, I want to know what the score is. I know my man Scott Taylor's eleven and zero. Eleven yeah. and zero. Wow. Um, Jeff Lutz got beat one race. And uh, I know, I think uh, Kai got beat as well, and also uh, Ryan Martin, but I think he had a breakage. It's got to be like, still, like still getting beat. Six, though. Oh, yeah, probably that, mate. And to be honest, you know, not an excuse, maybe just a reason. It's not, it's not what we do. None of the, I think I mentioned this last week, uh, none of the sanctioning bodies out here until this event got here actually let it happen at a track. The only no prep racing we did was on the main, the main, uh, the front straight of uh, road courses, and it was it was a very, um, uh, very average like very average sort of conditions and and events, and it sort of only just kicked off in the last twelve months. So our guys that are coming out here and doing it, they're yeah, it's they're creating a TV show. Uh, the crowds in Sydney were, I would say, probably 80% capacity. Uh, it was unbelievably hot uh, this weekend, just gone. It was uh, in Fahrenheit around about 98 most of the day. And uh, there was also, as we discussed, the ticket pricing. Um, I think Sydney's in one of the top 10 most expensive cities in the world to live. And uh, with everything that's happening around the world with interest rates, um, I think the prices hurt them as well. There was a lot of unknown too, uh, poor, not poor communication, just not communication that the Australian fans are used to on what to expect or where they were going to be located in the uh, in the grandstands or in the facility itself, and if they could get into the pits or not. And I think they just put a bit of a uh, question mark on the event that people just thought, "Oh, I won't go. I'll just see what happens for next year." You know, if next year happens. So uh, yeah, that was that's pretty drag racing wise. That's all that happened. And the other big news here in Australia was uh, Supercars uh, launched their season with the Gen Three Camaros and uh, Mustangs. And uh, from all reports, pretty good event. Very very few failures. Um, guy, the, the Red Bull team, uh, which is the Triple Eight team, which has won the championship many many times, it uh, it pulled off the win in the race one. Uh, by 14 seconds, they actually had a one-two finish, and uh, they were later disqualified for having their not 100% on this, but a, their cooling system in the car for the driver had an, an additional one-liter bottle in it, and they were technically disqualified from the the race results. Yikes! Which caught yeah, which caused. Uh, so that was that Shane Van Gisbergen, who won the championship yep. again last year, uh, who's been linked to maybe coming over and driving some road course NASCAR races. Uh, his uh, his teammate Brock Feeney come in second, and both cars were disqualified, which there's a protest still in place now. They got zero points. Um, Shane had actually won the race by 14 seconds, so very absolutely dominated. Uh, in race two on Sunday, 
Uh, he ended up winning again by four seconds uh, in another dominating, uh, dominating fashion. Uh, in the post-race post uh, press conference, uh, he refused to talk. So, or the only answer he gave was, I let, I let, my, driving, uh, I let my driving on the track do the talking for me. And it's caused, uh, I'll probably get an idea off you, Joe, how, how that, what the reaction would be over there or from yourself if a driver did that in the press conference. But uh, he literally, that's all he, that was, that was his answer to three different questions. And uh, it's caused, uh, with some of the, the legends of the sports over here that have become commentators, it's caused uh, a bit of an uproar. Well, Kyle I remember Busch you know, that for years. Yeah, Gio and I had a big argument when uh, the football guy, uh, you, you know, uh, Gio, the uh, Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch, refused to talk. Also, I, I didn't, I didn't really like. It. I don't like it. I don't like that. I think uh, refusing to talk is, you know, childish. It's dumb. But Kyle Bush hmm. has been doing it for years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's caused the like him either. It really has caused uh, in the in the supercar community and and fan base. It's really caused a uh, I think you call it a double O something or other. <laughs> yes, down here, big time. So that that's um, that's pretty much it. Next race is in uh, two weeks' time, which is the Melbourne Grand Prix. Excellent. It should be I'll, pretty huge. I'll go look for some highlights on that. Race Guitar sent me a text of somebody who was angry about NHRA TV. He didn't like it. Uh, I'm glad I wasn't wearing a baseball cap, Race Guitar. Like, I wasn't the guy in the cap that he didn't like. I don't know who he was talking about. I guess Jason Logan. Um, it's one of those things where you need to know the personalities of the people. If you don't know the people, then you don't get the joke. It's uh, That's what makes people fans of nhra tv is they know the personalities if you just pick it up midstream like this show if you're like well who are those this race guitar he doesn't like uh, jet cars what guy's wrong um so that guy you know basing you know based on the comment that i saw you post comment to we're not going to get him anyway it's amazing no. you can find the stream it was um no i said it to you just fyi kind of you know he pulled it because he commented i responded and then he wound up pulling the post completely. But the damage was done. Once you've done it, you've done it. And that 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 post, man, woof, he must have had 150 comments on there. And it was just, it was it was uncalled for. You you clearly didn't understand what you were signing up for. So don't bitch about it like this. Whatever. He's allowed. Yeah, like guys are allowed. You know, like that's the thing about complaining. I posted a negative uh post today about a taxi I got in. And right. I thought myself, like, you know, I don't have to do this, right? I just wanted to attack something. And this deserved to be attacked, man. This Boy. taxi cab was the worst ever. And uh, I'm dropping off my rental car at the airport, and I'm going to get an Uber, right? I'm going to get the Uber, and HR is going to pay for the Uber home. And I walk out to the Uber area, and I'm having trouble, like, logging in, and the Uber app is going round and round, and I'm thinking, like, there's 50,000 people everywhere running around, and I'm looking at the Uber app, and it's going round and around, and there's a taxi, like, sitting right there. And there it is, just sitting in the line, the taxi line, and I'm like, by the time I summon the Uber... By the time I connect with the guy and actually get into the Uber, I, as much as 20 minutes could go by, like, who knows, man? The taxi is right there. I'm going to just get in the 
freaking taxi. I'm going to see this. Let's do it. Taxi. Here we go. So I walk over to the taxi line and um, there's these guys that are kind of lingering there and there's five of them and they're like waiting for a taxi that can take all five of them in their bags. And I'm like, I'm one person just one person. And, uh, and so this lady is like, uh, you know, go in this one. And, uh, the guy's like, Oh, I can't take all of you, but maybe I can, I don't know. And so I'm just waiting and I'm just standing there and, and she's like, well, you know, what do you, I'm like one person. So she goes to the guys, look, that's a minivan back there. You guys go to that one and let this guy go in this one. And then the guy, the cabbie gets mad that he had to like, you know, he was going to get this big tip, I guess he thought from these five guys. And this one guy was not going to give him a big tip, which I did. Um, and the mini guy, minivan guys, they didn't want to go into the minivan. They thought that I ganked their uh, cab. And I'm like, hey, man, you pick whichever one. And if you want both of them, take them both. I'll get the next one because there's a cab back there. Like, I don't care. I want everybody to be happy. And everybody was very aggravated, very unhappy. And so my cab experience started off like I got a cab, cabbie that doesn't want me in his cab. So I was like, hey, man, like, if you don't want me in this cab, no, no, I'll take you. I, I, you know, that was just weird. So now the cab and it's like the chitty, chitty, bang, bang. This thing is barely running and he's got to put it in neutral when he stops and like rev it up to keep going. And it's shuddering and shaking. This thing is a Ford. Uh, what's the Ford Explorer? It's a Ford Explorer. And so we're like going through the traffic and it's shuddering and shaking and quivering. And it was just terrible. And so his, his UPI, his GPS didn't work. I was like, look, I will tell you where to go. I will be the best GPS you have ever had. So just get me home. And he did. He got me home and I got home and I paid the bill and whatever. But during that period, I was aggravated and I could do nothing about it. So what did I do? I went to the toilet for negative energy, social media. And I went and I got in there and I composed a tweet for, and I tagged Uber and I tagged Fort Lauderdale business industry and I hashtag taxi this anger and I pushed it out there, man. Yeah. Pooped it out. The negative energy from the moment. And then I felt great and I just forgot all about it and went about my business. And that's what social media is for. And that guy, he didn't like any, he didn't like Jason Logan dancing. The power went off. The mics went <laughs> off. He was aggravated. He just attacked viciously and then went about his day. And then race guitar, you know, got him in there. Who did that? Was that you, Sue or Gio? Wasn't oh, me. If I did it, I didn't do it on purpose. You, Gio. You, <laughs> he's controlling the program. I don't know why. I don't know what I did. I don't know why I'm up on the big screen. Yeah. Thanks, Gio. <laughs> But anyway, and that's that's what it's for. So I'm okay. I'm I'm trying to become okay with people just expressing negativity for their own entertainment. And I guess maybe I should do it more. Yes, race guitar. Something's happened to Matt. He's been kidnapped. Where is he? Or he's hiding under his jacket. Maybe Probably had to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. We lost. He's him. calibrating torque calibration and stuff. Torque calibrate. All right, let's uh, do a final thought. Uh, race guitar. Let's. Uh, you've, you've you've been on fire. This has been a great episode. That's why uh, everyone should follow this guy on the Twitter. Um, he's a longtime Patreon, by the way. So if you hate him like poison, it's all. It, he's he's allowed. He's allowed to come and bring the uh, <laughs> the energy. He's been with us. Race guitar been supporting WFO for like ten years, man. This guy been around. Race guitar, friend of show. Go ahead. So. So I know you guys did a big push about a month ago for Patreons. And when I'm in the truck, like, I mean, I'm nonstop right now. I'm full clock. I don't have time for anything. But my, I wanted to say, though, 
that this group, man, is so unique in motorsports or in life in general. But in, think about what we've got on this screen right now. We've got Sue, who's races. Troy, who races. Dragster Jeff over there, who races. Matt. Bobby's always doing something. Gio's got baseball coming up out of his ears. And you are all <laughs> over. I mean, I've got big news coming for August. I mean, this group is such a group of doers and, and shakers and, and movers, man. It's such an honor to be here. It's such an honor. We it's are so, people of action. What was I that? shake a lot. I'm old. We <laughs> are people <laughs> of action. Everybody's doing something. Working on these godforsaken tractors and, you know, I mean. It's true. No, it's true. Scott, you know, Scott's out there. Scott just with broken down trucks and greased up hubs and smashed up race cars. And I mean, it's just crazy, but we're doing stuff, man. We're not the guys that are sitting back here like the guy we just spoke about on the on the computer just bitching about stuff. Right. You know, but you know so. what? He's probably a nice guy too. And we just caught him in a bad yeah, yeah. moment, whatever. Fast Daddy says, checking in late, had a great time at the Gators. Good chatting real quick at Bernie's. Joe was there with Bobby Fazio when you were doing a live show. Fast Daddy, that was you. You were the guy that uh, Bobby Fazio said you were a big fan. You should have said I'm a Patreon. And I would have pushed Bobby Fazio down for you, man. I would have done that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Scott, a guy who stole his didgeridoo. So my point is just... It's just that I can't be here often, but I'm always here in spirit, and it's a pleasure being here with you guys. So have a good rest of the night, and I will see you next time. Thank you, Race Guitar. Great job yeah. with raising Thanks. all that money for see cancer. You, that was like a big thing. And uh, Yeah, I dude, Race Guitar deserves a little props on himself, talking about being a great person who rides his bike for thousands of kilometers to raise money for kids, you know? He no, he really does. That, and that's the thing. Like, I accept his opinions. I don't agree with all of them, but he man, the guy can defend him, man. He can back him up. Dragster <laughs> Jeff, what do you got? Man, you know, I lost a brother last week on Wednesday. Uh right after we loaded in for the March meeting. I got a call. My brother had passed away, and that's a bad deal. Say hello to your uh say hello to your family and friends every chance you get. Tell them you love them. Sorry about that, um, Jeff. Yeah. Terrible. It happens. We, we're all got to go someday. Hopefully, it's a long time off for all of us. But um, my brother's gone now, and we'll put him in the ocean with my mom and dad. So, um, racing's tough. Don't be hard on yourselves. Losing, it happens. There's only one winner, and uh, man, there's an awful lot of losers. It's hard to win one of these deals. So just keep plugging away. Load your stuff. Get it to the track make it happen um you know i just i'm glad to be a part of this we are we are people of action <laughs> that's a fact i love it <laughs> look at matt no, he was off doing something <laughs> yeah matt was he was chasing no, the guy back. who stole the didgeridoo i know <laughs> excellent <laughs> all right kids we'll see you next week later jeff, be you. Full, right, jeff. Good, buddy. sorry about your loss wait around jeff three race cars he's doing a great job doing a great job uh troy final thought i'm just getting pumped for the season uh you know jeff and i called each other i don't know four or five different times throughout the march meet and it was so cool getting to talk to him as things were going on and it was just getting me pumped uh for the 
season. And like he says, a lot of people, everyone loses except one person. And I'm so stoked to get out there and do some losing this year. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome though. Exactly. And some people might tell you that that's a bad attitude, but that's the fact, Jack. There's only like, there's going to be 10 races. He'll be 10 winners. Probably gonna be the same guy a couple of times because he's really good. And you better figure out how to find a really good time with also dealing with the sting of defeat. Oh yeah, I'm going out there to try to win every race, right? But um, that's no doubt. When I go up to the line, I'm trying to I'm trying to cut that tree down and, and take the win. But I just know the math of the deal, and uh, the math says you're going to lose pretty much every time, you know. So uh, <clears throat> can't wait to go out and lose some races, and and you know, hopefully after I've won a few and uh, get some rounds, get some round wins, and turn on some lights, and and then hang out and support the rest of the crowd. You know, it's a it's a car show. Saturday bracket programs are a car show with a little bit of racing sprinkled in between. And and uh, it's just so much fun, man. And um, so I'm just looking forward to it. It's time. My garage is going to be smelling like race gas every couple days now and and uh, just super stoked. And so uh, wow. that's that's I'm a one track mind right now. That's great. That's great. You're also making me a little jealous because I am farther away than I was uh, two weeks ago from that same position. So I'll tell you, I was missing race gas smell so much. I had 10 gallons of 110 still sitting in the, in the garage. And uh, I dumped it in our, in my old Ford pickup. And so I've been driving around town, burning race gas and it smells so good. <laughs> it does. Oh no. <laughs> Racing gas does smell great. It's the lead. Yeah. No, it's, you pull up to the stoplight and you're burning a little race gas and the people next to you kind of look over cause they know, they know something's up over there. don't smell that stuff kids it's very bad it's very bad for you but yes the smell of race gas is is uh, beautiful hey uh news update derek has gone and clipped the burndown video and the burndown video has now been posted to facebook and twitter way to go derek that is something special i can't wait to go check it he says it's two minutes of burndown so if you know it felt like an hour it turned out to be two minutes a two minute burndown is a long burndown with blower cars, right? Is uh, Manny's yeah. screw blown, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, right. And Thorn is a pro charger, so yes, no. So Manny's a pro, pro charger also. Oh, um, yeah, but still, just sitting there. Bu- 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 <laughs> I can't wait till I f- to see, like, to critique myself. Like, how long did it take me to realize that something was going on? Because we're having a conversation. It's like we're talking about something, you know, and then it's like, whoa, what's going on here? And uh, once we got in on it, we went in uh, big. Fast Eddie says, Sue was up there for first round of Super Street watching, wanted to say hi, but didn't want to bother, uh, figured you were in race mode, says Fast Eddie. Sue is... Um, oh, man, you should have stopped by, said hi. Okay, Drag okay. Jeff says, I'm going to enter two classes this weekend at Famoso. Maple Grove starts racing uh, soon, so get ready to bring my car out in brackets, says Fast Eddie. Great. Caleb says, race gas is the greatest smell from my childhood, says Caleb. Uh, the Twitter video is only 140 seconds. Facebook is almost a full four minutes. Oh, I'll post the iCloud video uh, link in the Twitter feed next time for sure. Sue says that. Hey, I got it. Can I ask one quick question since we're, we were kind of yep. on the race gas? Uh, yep. I, I want to run some fuel scent this year, I think. Some smelly good. Does anyone have a favorite uh, smelly good from out are at the you, track? Are you, on, are you on alcohol? No, you're, you're on race gas. So I never heard of anyone putting smells in their racing fuel. You can't put it in your yeah, race gas. Yeah. No. Yeah, you can. Yeah, wild Billy. Yeah, you can. Yeah, wild Billy. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. I've never heard of anybody. Yeah. Doing wild Willie's, I think, is wild, the name. Yeah, yeah, yep. 
Wild Willie's. Uh, as the representative, put it in any race gas, diesel, uh, automotive, straight gas. What do we think? Yeah, what's the best flavor? I have no idea. They have like forty. He, yeah, he makes. <laughs> just go, go pick your favorite. You can change them out; they're interchangeable. So. Holler at Jed; he could probably tell you. He always says he likes the one that's smell. It's that's called ex girlfriend, and I don't know. Yeah, Mr. Jeff says ex girlfriend. Ex girlfriend's gonna get you in trouble. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Fast Eddie says he runs uh, C9 VP in his Mustang. It's like 98 octane. It smells nice. That's crazy. That straight smell is the best, says Caleb. That's all, you know, it's all a matter of opinion. I'd have to, I'd have to see it. When I ran uh, alcohol, I, I <laughs> experimented a little bit with some fruity stuff. Whatever. All right. Good deal. WFO. WFO, says Troy. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, words of wisdom. Bobby Graham. Well, y'all hit mine to the T tonight, and uh, I'm going to give you the first line of it, is be prepared for reality, which we pretty much just tore that up. So I had to hurry up and rewrite something. So, <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> so I'm going to say, hey, life can throw your curves that you would never expect, but keep your head up. And don't let it get you down. Always be ready to take that split in the road that you wasn't prepared to take the first time. And keep smiling. Just keep making them think they got the best of you. Because everybody has an opinion. Everybody thinks their opinion is the gospel truth. But we all believe the same thing. So just... Don't get upset. Keep smiling. And if you got it, you can prove it. Then go along your way. I like it. I like it. Well, that's true. Everybody thinks they're right about everything. Like, and like, yeah, no, I think these 10 things, and I'm definitely wrong about four of them. Like, nobody realized, you know, it's math. It's math. Like, you're probably wrong about some stuff. You got to be open-minded. I like that, Bobby Graham. Good job. You going to the Motorplex this year, Bobby Graham? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, hotel's already booked. I'm hearing big things, guys, about the Stampede of Speed. I know we're getting way ahead of it. Go look at your calendar. Sue, you say you're going to race the Stampede of Speed. Is that true? I hope so. You're going to be there, Sue. Huh? We're going to be there. Yep, we're absolutely. There. That's great. Um, Stampede of Speed, Texas Motorplex. You know, I'm going to be there for t t 10 days, getting in the week before. We got the Jags All Stars. We got all kinds of stuff. So, planning on getting in. Bobby, you and I will spend a little more time down there at the uh, stockyards, more than 45 yeah. minutes. All right. Good job. Can we share a room, Joe? Who? Hey. You're me. No. Come on. It's only one in mine. Come on. No. Yeah. Yeah. See, Matt, <sighs> Bobby Graham says you can share I'm a room. Less than five Graham. miles away from the oh, truck. I'm working. Well, I'm working out in my mates. See, that's the opinion. Yeah, we. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I am. Uh, well, love you, man. You know, okay. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, I'll come over with my little South Pacific pesos, and I thought my mate Joe would help me out. But yeah. <laughs> no. I need. I need. I need. Uh, I need me time. Oh, it's okay. No, you don't have to explain yourself, Joe. Oh, but it's. <laughs> it's okay. I know. There's there's times You're, where I might have said well, yes. Not for Stampede. No, you're right. No, you're right. Remember what Bobby just said? Yes. Yeah, you're right. 
Right. Your opinion's right. <laughs> My opinion is in this case, it is right. <laughs> in this case. And this time. Uh, All right. Are you so still Matt, are you two stay are you staying in the same motel or what? No, Bobby, Bobby stays somewhere uh, by the track, and I stay somewhere very far away from the track. <laughs> my room by the track. I'm not giving it up. Bobby's right by the track. Bobby's got a sweet deal. I don't even understand how he got that deal. Meanwhile, I got to drive like 30 minutes back and forth every day. Remember, uh, I ran my car out of fuel in the parking lot. Remember that? Yeah, yep. that was part of the problem because I was driving too far. Derek, he remembers. Watch the gas gauge. Right. No, I won't, you can, I won't give, you can give me a lift then, Joe. Yes. <laughs> I will give you the number. You can give work. me a lift to the track? Yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm down to drive people around a little bit, certainly. Okay. All right, Matt, and I'll show you your final thought. Uh, I haven't got much, mate. The thing uh, from the Gators that, that caught my eye was right at the end there was uh, Factory Stock Showdown final and the mile an hour those cars are getting to. Yeah. Got it. Uh, uh, good friends at NHRA, it's going to, I don't know, I know everything normally goes off time, but geez, that's a mile an hour in that car. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'll say. I guess uh, you you and Sue could probably uh, say more about it, but yeah, just. Uh, well, uh, so Joe Welch, like, where's Joe been? He's come out, he's made three finals, he's won three races, he was two hunt off the world record, he set the speed record, 185, that thing was amazing. Um, I don't know, I don't know what to say, it had a different look, like the chassis sat in a different way than any other factory showdown challenger I've seen, and... Um, you know, it was happening very fast. Obviously, the tech department is all over those guys, and so are their fellow competitors. But I think that was a very, very impressive performance by Joe Welch. The factory showdown Nancy. category is wrought with discontent right now. Um, there's a lot going on, like quasi under the surface, but we need to tell the tale, and I would love to get that factory stock podcast going again because a lot of guys left David Barton to go to Stanfield, uh, a lot of guys went to Barton. Uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Like all the stuff that they want to happen in uh, in the Nitro ranks, it's happening in Factory Stock Showdown. People, people be angry. Not angry, but there's definitely like intensity amongst those Factory Showdown guys. So we're gonna we're gonna try to tell those stories. Yeah, good. Great class. And That's then, all I got. And Matt in Australia, like the day you show up. Like, you never know what kind of responses you'll get. Like, I think you should arrive and then, like, man, we'll all be like, you know, we'll be fighting to have you stay in our hotels. <laughs> you know, everybody gets Matt for a night, right? Like, oh, that's it. like you know, everyone gets Matt for a night. Yeah. Like, you can stay there for there's one so night. Many, there's so many things I could say, Joe, but I'm not going to. We'll get yeah, up early and go make coffee, Matt. It sound a little. Oh. Yeah, you could go over the coffee with Marvin. <laughs> That's right. We're going to learn how to roast coffee. Come on, Matt. Come there it on. is. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, you should start you planning. Try one of them espresso. It'll put hair Last. on your head. Last row and coach, <laughs> you'll be back there. It's only 22 hours. You'll be fine. Stampede yeah. of speed. Patreon, you'll get the 16. Award. 16, I think, Josh. 16 direct to Dallas. Hours then. See, we've yeah, already. Yeah, awesome. All right, Matt, be good. Yeah. Cool. Okay. WFO, guys. WFO. There goes Matt in Australia yes. and Bobby Graham. Sue Morris, your final thought. 
Oh, well, you know, I, I'll tag a little bit on uh, what, what Troy was saying. And, you know, you, you got to learn how to lose when it comes to drag racing. There's so many ways we lose. The book always gets bigger, but you got to keep going after it. It's the love of the game. It's the love of the competition. And, you know, the only way to get out there is to get left, get experience and make it happen. So uh, we're going to head up to South Georgia. We're still sitting in Gainesville, sitting outside the track right now. And uh, we're going to try it again. So we'll, we'll see what happens later this week. And we'll be with all of our D2 friends and fam up in uh, South Georgia. So I when, think, are you, uh, when are you pulling out? Uh, probably Thursday morning. I think okay. is or, or Wednesday night, one or the other. Well, so, so tomorrow, I, you know, you can go into the track. Are you in the track? Can you go in the track? I'm sure I can figure out something. Okay. Because, uh, you know, between us, uh, that tomorrow, someone, uh, is, you know, close to the WFO show is going to be going through the Holly, uh, super gas, uh, school. So I don't know if you're Ooh. around, maybe you go poke your nose I, in there. I, I will see what I can do. Absolutely. Yeah. Grab Definitely. Some, grab some photos reporter on the scene. Oh man, that will be tremendous. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. All so, right. Sue. Great job. Have a great week. WFO, everybody. Thank you. There goes Sue you and thank you, Bobby. Uh, what about you, Giovanni in Miami? You know, Gio, not uh, so involved, just enjoying the show. I appreciate you enjoying the show and everybody like, isn't this a crazy group of people, right? Like it is. It's a group of racers. It really is. It's the inside insiders. It's the inside of the insiders. It really is amazing i'm so proud of having assembled this group but really i had nothing to do with it they all injected themselves into this by becoming patreons and getting cameras and enabling their cameras caleb in there in the chat section Megan out the there. With them. we're not those kind of you know guys that don't want to share the limelight with their friends and listeners and fellow racers and all of you know all of these things yeah in fact we're actually trying to set the deal up so that they just do the show for us and we don't have to show up <laughs> There That's going to happen soon. Like, wait till I train <laughs> Sue how to, to, to do the, you know, the, the behind the scenes of the show, you and know, gonna post it. Somebody's gotta do this. The posting too, man. I'll just the come over here too. and throw a few words about sports world. And I'll tell you what's going on in little league this week. <laughs> We're getting there. Finally, Gio. We're getting there. Oh, We're getting man, where we want to be. I got to tell you, man, it's getting hot in South Florida, man. I don't know how the rest of the country is doing in weather wise, man, but. The only difference between here and summer right now is not that it's 100% humidity yet. So you want to hear my, like, my day? Let me, let me, this is the end of the line. Like, and, and we're done. But like this, I'm driving. I go to Garlitz. I have that wonderful <laughs> conversation with Garlitz. That's fine. Then I get a phone call. My neighbor is trying to steal my cat, right? Like she's like, try, she's trying to seize control of the cat. And uh, there's a big problem with the cat. And then her son wants to take the cat because he thinks that his mom got a cat and he doesn't want her to have a cat and he's going to bring it to the Humane Society. And so I'm about to lose my cat to the Humane Society uh, when I'm not home. And so that's a negative thing. So it's like a roller coaster. And then a buddy of mine who you know, who I won't say, but he's like, hey, Joe, someone has asked me to become a surrogate father and I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a surrogate father for this couple. Oh, my God. You don't even, I already know who it is. You don't have to tell me anymore. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was my day. Like, and then the taxi God. thing happened. And I'm just thinking, now let's do a show. What the heck is going on? Nothing. My life that has happened, this thing is so crazy. Like, there's so much, there's no normalcy. It's all weird. It's all weird. Drag race oh, life, kind of drag race life to be returned to the normalness of that. 
Yeah, welcome home. <laughs> well, you see what happens when you leave for a week? <laughs> oh, man. All right. That Anything you want to say to everybody out there? Anything you want to say? No, you know, I guess this weekend, you know, I think you're home. We get to watch an F1 race. Is there anything? Yeah, Saudi Arabian GP. We get to see how Ferrari finds a way to lose this week. And uh, maybe we're going to find out if the Red Bulls are just going to run away with it again. Okay, so I'm looking at some stories, and I elected to not go there with the Formula One. The words mass exodus and Ferrari are being used. Okay, like, (laughs) yeah, right. Mass exodus and Ferrari or being used together. And so I just decided to not bother to read the story because I'm yeah. F1 rumors, Laurent Mecki's part of Ferrari mass exodus question mark mass exodus. Oh my gosh. Oh um, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> what? and I'm going, and I'm going, and I'm going to Atlanta for an engine expo thing at uh, CWT. Um, and so I'll be up there on Friday, Saturday, leaving on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, home Sunday. So I hopefully we'll be able to watch some of the race and just kind of get dialed in on it. But my goodness. Anyway. All right, Giovanni. Good job. All right, everyone. WFO. Have a great weekend. Uh, we'll check back next Monday. There he goes. Giovanni in Miami. Way to go, Gio. Thank you very much. And that'll do it. Speaking of roasting coffee. Rodax Coffee and Grills.com. Like, if you like this show and you want to just show some support, call Marvin, 817-924-6821. If you like this racing thing and you really like to get an education and be involved in a very serious way as a crew member, as a crew chief, as a CNC programmer, as an engine builder, as a machinist, samtech.edu. That's real dope. It's the stuff. They have real students who do real things, and they're in the sport, and there's a lot of people in the sport that when they need someone... They just call Sam Tech, which I think is great. Matt says, Stan said no ads, Joe. Stan, no ads. I wonder if Stan, like I gave him a big guilt job, man. He should be there. Stan should be listening to the show and dealing with the ads. I think. Of course, Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, the Dragster Adventure. Like anybody in this audience can actually go get a little taste of what it's like to drive a dragster for not a lot of money. Come on, 400 bucks. That's not a lot of money for a half day experience and hanging with Frank Hawley and stealing his knowledge. Plus Foggit, F-O-G-G-I-T dot com, Total Seal Piston Rings, FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters, Bernie Speed Shop, Phillips Connect. These are all supporters of WFO. And I'm always looking for more, by the way, Stan. So it might be more like I might have more people to tell you about. But you know what? I try to work them into the show in a way that is conversational and give a little news about all of them, and someday you'll need them. Caleb says, at least your ads are unique every time, unlike some other podcasts. Thank you, Caleb. I I try to do that. That's me coming out of my talk radio days. Like, you know, make them a little different. They play the same videos, the same order every single time. I try to do it a little different. Megan says it's going to be a long Formula One season. She's right. Unless you're a Red Bull fan, then you're going to love it. How many can they get? All right, guys, that's going to do it. Appreciate all of you. Had a great time at the Gator Nationals. We'll do more recap with Alan Reinhardt at 1 o'clock on Tuesday. WFO. WFO! This is WFO Radio. Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye.
The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies.